Good evening, everybody, and welcome back to Talent Teller TV um, with me, Stephen. On what should be uh, a particularly happy night, um, however, uh, it seems to be the way lately. We have to start the show on a slightly more somber note tonight. Um, and I just had news there before we came on that there was a, a, an email came through to me there from the Metropolitan Police. And apparently, quite a lot of Spurs fans have gone missing. This is where they were supposed to be in the stands yesterday after the game. And nobody's seen them in over 24 hours. There's been no word on social media. Um, they, they seem to be a bit a bit sad and they've disappeared. Um, if you do happen to see a Spurs fan, please approach with caution. They're very sad, very depressed. They could use a hug and please remind them that North London is red. Can you add Love my stepdad to that list as well? I've not seen him since yesterday, nine o'clock. Love that. Evening, everybody. How are you? What a day. What a day. Um, do you know what? I'm just going to roll the titles and we're going to get straight into it. So, good evening everybody, welcome back to Canon Chatter TV. Um, I just want to first of all say thank you very much to Jimmy Gillen, um, who is a regular on the show, who sent me in that picture of the, the, the Spurs away end, um, and I just thought we had to drop that in, thought it was a bit funny. Um, joining me tonight, as always, I have um, G and Lottie. G, how are you? Boy, I'm sweet, you know. <laughs> I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. Like, you know, obviously I had my doubts about the game, had my doubts about the performance um, or what to expect. But yesterday was a beautiful day. You know, not only was it my daughter's uh, fifth birthday, um, which, you know, we had an amazing day, you know, presents, cake, food, all sorts, family. It was it was absolutely beautiful. But, you know, not only that, the, the lads turned up and, and, and put on what? can only be described as a, an absolute phenomenal performance um, and just made the day even even more sweeter um, than it was. So, yeah, just one thing I would like to say is big up all the Gooners that did um, leave a little birthday message for my daughter on, on Twitter. Um, I think it got over like a thousand likes, um, 60, 70 odd um, comments. So I did, I did actually add a tweet to the tweet that I put out and just said thank you for everybody for their birthday wishes and stuff. So, yeah, had a lovely weekend celebrating my daughter's birthday and celebrating a derby win. So, yeah, I'm feeling I'm feeling real, real good right now, Stephen. How about yourself? Yeah, I've, I've had a, a stressful day, but a great weekend. Um, you know, I had with a good show on Friday night. And then, as you know, I was away to the Balmoral show. Um, on Saturday, the biggest agricultural show in, in Ireland. Um, had a really good day there. Tiring, but good. Then you had the Joshua Yusuk fight on Saturday night, um, which I know we, we wanted different people to win, and but it was still a yeah. good fight, and I enjoyed it. Um, better Ryder Cup action this weekend as well, albeit Europe lost. But, you know, the big thing was yesterday and the, and the big win for us. And you know what? 
that makes up for any any losses of, of anybody else that we were sad about. Mm-hmm. Lottie, how are you? You all recovered from your day out? Ah, recovered. <laughs> I might be still a bit drunk. I'm kidding. No, no, no. No, I'm all good. I'm all good. I've had I've had really I've had as you know, you guys know, which I'll tell you everyone else later. Had good news on Friday. Saturday was great. Got better on with the fight. Saturday night, and then I went to football. <laughs> it was great. I got home at three fifteen this morning. It was great. Wow. And I'm still up for work on time. <laughs> Brilliant. Well done. And we are delighted to have back someone who's been on the channel before. Um, and that is Gunner King 14, aka Chris. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Really good, thanks. Yeah, I think um I was trying to recover myself from yesterday as well. My voice is absolutely in shreds, so I apologize if it's uh, a bit hoarse or um a bit hard of hearing for listeners. I'm doing my best, but certainly Arsenal gave me a lot to celebrate and shout about yesterday. Um, you know, I met with my brother on uh, Saturday to watch the the boxing myself as well and i don't know who in their right mind would go to tottenham stadium to defend titles it appears that only only us can arsenal win titles at the lane you know but um following on from the treatment that aj received it was it was good to see uh spurs getting sent straight back to where they came from uh with i mean just probably our best performance so far this season, let's be honest, um, at the time we needed it the most. Yeah, yeah so. absolutely. Brilliant. I'm looking forward to hearing your thoughts on the game. Um, you were at it as well, weren't you? I didn't go to the game, no. I, oh, no, I I'm watched, sorry, I thought you were at the game. No, I, what I did is I watched the game at home, but living within such a close proximity at the, um, of the stadium... I, I just thought I would just go in and drink it, drink up the atmosphere anyway. Uh, so yeah, man. We're done. Absolutely, uh, why not? Yeah, and uh, that's when I kind of bumped into Lossie and a few other people. Um, yeah, so, you know, everyone was in really good spirits. And I think it's what the fans have needed for a while now, you know, after the, after August, you know, and, and the, the absolute, beating that we've been taking you know from rival fans and and you know the seeing a bit of light at the end of the tunnel I, I think you know just uh i had to sort of be at the stadium you know to to kind of see that for myself to be honest yeah no absolutely I mean, if you live that close you're absolutely just right to go and do it um unless we'll hear some more of your thoughts on it all um in a few minutes but Let's read a couple of these comments um, and then we'll move on a wee bit. So, um, Antonio, I'm ready, but it's happened. It's happened again. It's happened again, Tottenham Hotspur. It's happened again. Highlight of my month. <laughs> um, also saying, has anyone heard the news? Apparently the police are launching a search for Harry Kane. He was supposed to turn up at the Emirates, but he never showed up. He's in Ben White's pockets. Along with the, the Spurs midfield. Um Suarez, hello everyone. What a derby win. Congrats to all you on this Arsenal win. Yeah, brilliant win, wasn't it? Um, Matt, hello, hello. Never fear, the panda is here. Great game. Antonio, such a beautiful performance from the squad as a whole. Hope this will be the rebirth we've been anticipating of the squad, capitalised on the chances we created and finished. 
Evening, Keith. Evening, you love, he says. Um, Antonio, missing Spurs fans. No, not missing. Check the local psychiatrist offices. Chris, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, hi, guys. Great win yesterday. Suarez. Uh, I guess the Spurs fans have got lost in the red. You. Um, Keith, I think that something are looking for Kane. Apparently, he's missing too. Jamie just got back to Dungannon in time for the start of the show. Cheers, Stephen. No worries, Jamie. Thank you for the photo. Uh, Matt, we delivered a spanking, pulled their pants down and destroyed them. And Keith, hi, guys. I'm sure everyone happy. Come on, you gunners. Yeah, absolutely. We are all absolutely delighted today. Um, I have just noticed that we are having issues going live on Twitter, but we are still live on, obviously, Facebook and YouTube at the minute. And this show will go out tomorrow on Spotify and stuff as well. So if anybody wants to re-listen to it, um, you can do that on the train on the way into work or in the car or wherever you want and just listen to what I'm sure will be some good banter and good crack tonight. So before we start talking about the match, Lottie had mentioned she had got some good news on Friday. Um, so Lottie, I'm going to hand the, the stage over to you to tell everybody what your good news is. Okay, yeah, no, um, basically I got a DM from an app called FanHub. And they're basically, it's a fan, fan-based fan hub um, for fans. It doesn't matter if you support Leighton Orient, uh, Alex, um, Crew Alexandra, Arsenal, Man United, whoever. They're a fan app. And you can predict your teams, you can get help you get your teams to the top of individual leaderboards and things like that. And you can check in at the ground, you can check in at the pub, 60 moments for the game. But they've recently they got in contact with me on Friday. Long story short, and my blog is officially a part of their app now. So I've literally spent the last four days catching up. I've only got the Tottenham one to post. So if anyone wants to go and have a read, it's all there. Even my re massive research on Tommy Asu. I know that kid inside out now. So absolutely go and have a look. And if you also if you want to want to join Fan Hub, drop me a DM. I will give you the golden ticket code to bypass the queue because the queue is 500 plus people at the moment. Yeah. So if you're interested in joining, <laughs> please give me a shout and I'll give you the code to get through. And we need to get Arsenal out of 40th place, please. We're above the big clubs, but we need to get back up to the top, please. <laughs> um, on this app, they do give away like free tickets and stuff for games and yes, things. Yes, uh, they prizes give and all. Three pairs of tickets every every month i think it is um you all when also when you join this app you'll be able to you will if once you earn points you will be earning shares in the app which can be sold for cash if if you need to do that so it's definitely something worth investing in it's all fun yeah. as well on uh, behalf of me and g lottie well done we're really proud mm -hmm. of you um you, you know you yeah. your blog's brilliant um, I don't know, I keep promising I'm going to write that piece for you. And I, I couldn't wait for you any longer, so when you're ready. <laughs> That's okay. Um, but you know what, it's well deserved, so really well done from us. And, you know, hopefully everyone will get involved with that and get in contact with you if they need the code to bypass it. Definitely, definitely. So, what we do now? Um, will we do fans' photos? Mm-hmm. Um, my apologies for this. I tried to, to do something up earlier on that was a bit more entertaining than just the PowerPoint presentation. Um, but when I set it all up on a supposed free service, I en ended up having to, they were looking at me to pay for the 
to download it and it was like 55 pound and i just wasn't paying it so for now it's going to be on a, a very boring powerpoint but it'll do for tonight and we'll work this this feature will get better as we go on um but obviously guys if you see anybody you recognize or you, you want to talk about any of these photos just jump in mm -hmm. um hopefully can you no you can't see anything no you haven't added it to the screen yet Stephen. Come on, you add it to the screen because yep, I can't see yep, the screen. I can do that. There we go. It's on. There you go. It's on. Right. Okay. So. Oh, there's uh, Mr. Keith. He's watching it at home with a lovely picture of Ramsdale on the screen. Very nice. <laughs> yeah. Now, that was actually the Burnley game. So, these, just to oh, let you know, okay. these photos um, cover Burnley, Wimbledon, and Spuds. So that was obviously on a stream that I had sent Keith. Um, yeah. And there's our very own Mr. Best watching the game at home in these double screens. I think, is that the Burnley game, Stephen? That was the Burnley game as well. Yeah, I watched the, the Spurs game on the big TV. And we got our, our good friend over in Florida, Antonio, all kitted out for the game. Wonderful classic shirt. Again, I think possibly that was the Burnley game. So I've tried to do these in order. Oh, we've got uh, Suare over in India in his kitted out in his kit watching from home. It looks like his living room, I think. Yeah. And again, Love the I Premier League was, cushion. That's brilliant. That was the Burnley game because that he has actually nice got... What's that? It's a nice cushion. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and this, is the, this was the Wimbledon game. Obviously, it's me, Warren, and the wonderful Georgina, can chat as number one fan. I met, she came all the way up from Cornwall, Cornwall on her own, and she met up with us, and we, we had a good night. And obviously, you've got North Bank Summit, Liam, in that photograph. Uh, this was yesterday. We've got Jamie Ginnon, and he's in the chat in there. Me, Jay. Uh, got Paul, not looking the right way, as usual. And also, you've got George in there as well. I went with George, and we had a crack, cracking time. Oh, that looks like that looks like. Oh, I'm not sure which end. That, so uh, I think that was rank. Jamie had sent me that one. Okay. Um, which obviously his view from the stand. Um, um, this was from the Wimbledon game. That was I think it's Charlie and his dad. Was, they were at the they were at the Win Wimbledon game. Swara again. I think that was before the Wimbledon game. He sent me that one. Nice. That was the Wimbledon game in the pub. Got Georgina, Jay, Warren, me, Liam, John, and. Nice. I think his name was Alex. I think he's going to probably kill me. I'll actually follow him. Um, but I know he works for the Mirror as well. He works with John Cross. Um, sorry, guys. <laughs> That's really embarrassing. That's all right. Let's move on. <laughs> Uh, it's me, and then you got Chris, also known as Thanos on Twitter, and his mate for some reason is covering his face up. I have no idea why. As me and G, my favourite girl. It was nice, so nice to have G with us. I mean, and as you guys, you guys know, I go, I go with a lot of boys. It's nice to have some female company. So yeah, hundred percent. Much as I love him, I, I need, I need, I need the, some more girlies with me. Um, and then that's me and Grizz. That was yesterday. 
when we got to probably the like worst two there. We got Suarez in India again. Was that yeah. yesterday? That was through yesterday's game. Brilliant. Suarez got loads of shirts, boy. Yeah. Suarez, how big is your collection? Let us know. Um, me, G, and Warren again at Wimbledon at Wednesday night before the game. Um, that was yesterday with me, Jay, and Jamie. And that was my seat in the clock end. I loved every minute. I was directly behind the goal. I saw every single one go in, but sons don't count. So I only saw three goals as far as I'm concerned. And then we've got um, TSG22. He's not here in the chat yet. And he met, oh, I can't remember. Is it Kenny Sampson? Yeah, that looks like Tony Sampson. TSG20, that's Henry, I believe, if Henry. I'm right. Yeah, yeah, I think I think so. And then you've got Mike over at World Wide Elite Sport. Um, he came down to the Emirates the first time in two years for the Wimbledon game. Wow. Oh, who's this? Who's this person? <laughs> that's me enjoying that. Nice, <laughs> nice pop of tea right after the... Um, Right after the derby win, and I sent that. Irish one, did you not stick in? Nah, you know what? Because it was my daughter's birthday, and plus it was Monday. I thought, now I'm going to be good, so I kept it. I kept it. Kept it PG, but um, but yeah, I sent that. I just thought, let me take a cheeky little selfie, and that found its way into plenty of Spurs fans' DMs. Trust me, Um, DMs, inboxes, WhatsApp, (laughs) you name it, group chat, you name it, it was there. So yeah, so no. more cups than a Spurs player, well, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> Chris, you can explain this. <laughs> can I? Oh, <laughs> who, who's, who's the handsome devil on the left here? <laughs> you took that picture uh the well i want to say the late hours of last night but probably more the earlier hours of this morning yeah <laughs> um, <laughs> definitely and, um, you can just go and check I out this page on... guys and you can see the timestamp on the tweet <laughs> yeah i think um i used to live on black salt road it's this um it's, it's not the uh, not across the road from the arsenal tavern oh it's, it, oh, i've forgotten the name of it the pub it's on the other side of the road but it's on the corner um we ended up finding our way there because yeah the tavern the tavern shut down but it's just on the other side of it yeah, yeah. We, and uh yeah <laughs> yeah and you as made he, friends with a cat if i remember rightly a little black and white cat she was just wandering around and he did, she decided she liked, <laughs> she liked the look of chris <laughs> uh, yeah and i've saved the best photo really for last so th- this th- this will end all arguments, okay? okay? You have to understand this will this will end all, all arguments. And this is from Keith, who yeah. is currently down in Norwich, and sent me a nice little picture from Cairo Road today. Oh, I... nah. no, no, Brief no. Monster no. Lunch no. are the only no. ones. No, no chance. No. Like we said, like we said, no. you're going to do a poll. So let's do a poll. We'll do a poll before the Q and A. It's got to be pickled onion, surely, right? Hundred percent. You're One hundred percent, Chris. Chris, you've just outnumbered Stephen. He's not happy. Sorry, you're outnumbered, Keith. 
<laughs> pickled onion ones take me back to my childhood, my pack yeah. lunch. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, people don't get go once. <laughs> we, we will put a poll out this week to find out the best flavor. Yeah, running till Wednesday. Part of the thirty-four transfer deal. Um, <laughs> right, let's get a couple of these comments and then let's talk about the match yesterday. Uh, you started the big crisp debate now, Stephen. Yeah, I know. We'll talk about it more on Wednesday night. Definitely. <laughs> um, Right, where have we got to? Keith, well done, Lottie. Antonio, big up, Lottie. Fan Hub is lucky to have you. Um, Swire, congrats, Lottie. Adam, evening, guys. Good to tune in again. Great result. Come on, you Gunners. Keith, well played, Lottie. Fully deserved. If anyone hasn't caught her blog, seriously, check it out. Brilliant writing. Matt, well done, Lottie. Keith, um, really happy I can actually see the process now. I was doubting, but I can. Yeah, we're going to come on to that. Um, Antonio, Keith, you handsome devil. Um, Keith, best fan photo spot on the whole internet. I love this innovation. Thanks very much, Keith. Appreciate it. We we like to, to set the trend and come up with great ideas. Um, <laughs> Albert, yes. Um, Chris, G, right. do you thinking where is he going to have that? I've got, an, I've got an update on this. I've got an update. Have you? I've got an exclusive update. So just to give you some, I don't I don't know if you know Chris, do you know the context of this? No, I know. Yeah, so basically, um, after the disastrous start of the season that we had, losing to Brentford City and Chelsea, um, somebody, I don't know who it was, mentioned about us potentially having some easy fixtures, like the next kind of seven to eight fixtures being quite easy. So I said, Look, if we Someone said we could win our next... I think it was Chris actually said something about potentially winning our next eight games. And I said, no chance. If we win or Arteta wins the next eight games, I will get an Arteta in tattoo. Yeah, so there's there's four... There's four... There's four... We're four down with four to go. So it's looking increasingly likely that this might happen. So I've got an update. I've spoken to my boy um, who is a tattoo artist. Um, and he owns a shop in South London, Brixton Hill, Ink House London. Check it out if you want to tattoo when you live in South London. Um, and he's agreed, obviously, if we win the next four games to do the tattoo, um, we can even potentially live stream it, if not record it, and 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 then obviously, you know, put it out there. The only thing that I haven't decided um, if this happens is where it's going to be. Um, and I just hope that people understand. Um, I will do it because I'm a man of my word if it happens, but it will be somewhere discreet. It will probably be somewhere like on my leg or my foot or somewhere like that where I can actually obviously cover it up. Um, I might even put it, I might even put it near my, my Arsenal badge. But yeah, so um, that's the update. Um, I have spoken to the tattooist, uh, my, my best friend, Brendan, the tattooist. Um, and if all goes well in the next four games, look, I'm an Arsenal fan. You know, I want us to win our next four games. Mm -hmm. If we do, I'll be doing the tattoo and I'll potentially be doing it live, if not recorded, and then we'll post later. So, yeah, it's all good. So, if we win the next four games, then it's happening, baby. <laughs> it is. 18 shirts. Wow. Um, Albert, Incredible. much love, my Gunners. I enjoyed my time on a Tottenham channel tonight. It was a beautiful stream. Yeah. Oh, it, uh, Albert went and enjoyed Holly Agenbar. I missed it. I watched that. You must have loved it. <laughs> The, oh, I think it's the only Arsenal fan there tonight. I'm going to catch that up later, definitely. definitely. Mark, hot and spicy. Oh, 
Flame and Pot Monster Munch are just not the way to go. But we will, we'll put it out this week. That we're going to have to do a poll on this. Yeah. I think we've got to settle this. No, it this all came, Chris, from a... Um, it, it's a long-running joke of, of what we would sell um, number 34 for. And it's a pack of a Monster Munch and a Curly Whirly. And then we debated which flavour Monster Munch we wanted for him. And there was a whole show that pretty much got ended up dedicated to the, the flavours of crisps. Yeah. Um, Keith, yes, Beef Monster Munch. I don't care a lot of you. Wrong, so wrong. Chris, Beef wins every day. Only flavour that counts. Pickled onion are only put in multi-packs because they can't sell them individually. <laughs> um, Keith and I got the scores. Spot on, 3-1 to the Mighty Arsenal. Yes, well done, Keith. Yes. Um, and Antonio, if we can pull 10 to 12 points out of our next five matches, we can really have a solid season despite the rough start. Um, I'm an optimistic and positive fool, but I will keep believing until the season's gone. Yeah, absolutely. Right, well, listen. Stephen, before we start, I just want to wish Jamie a very happy birthday. Got an early birthday present with the result yesterday, and I know she just got back to Ireland. So, happy birthday, mate. To where? Jamie. Jamie Gillen. It's his birthday today. He's gone home today to Ireland, Northern Ireland. <laughs> Sorry, Jamie. Um... <sighs> fine sure you won't mind um anyway happy birthday jamie um from everybody at canon chatter um what is monster munch from geo right because geo you are from germany i believe um oh. i've got some in the cupboard i'll be back in a sec <laughs> keith grilled steak doritos listen we'll, we'll do the we'll do the chris debate on um wednesday night on our q a show um, great. <laughs> yeah. Um, Chris G. Stephen worked out. It was me under another name that night. I'm not saying it. Saying about the eight wins in a row worked out better than I expected. Yeah, man. It's all good, man. My body, my body's got pure ink on it, so a little more won't hurt. And Geo Gunner is from Germany. I was correct. And have you got something to show him there, Lottie? There you go, Gio. Packet of Monster Munch, the best flavour in the world. Pickled up. Yeah. No. You're outnumbered tonight, Stephen. It's three Stick to one. Yes. Oh, hang on. I just thought it's three to one. Who won three ones yesterday? It's like the, the goat <laughs> of Monster Munch. That is the best one. Yeah. <laughs> yes, but who can remove you all from the channel? Remove, remove, <laughs> remove. <laughs> I've got my laptop tonight, so I can have myself back in anyway. Oh, man. Yeah, I'll just go and change the code. Right. Um, <laughs> listen, guys, let's get on to talking about yesterday. And you know what? What a game. What a performance. And I, I don't think there's a single Arsenal fan that hasn't spent today just smiling all day long. Um, so let's get into it. And obviously, as we always do, we talk about the, the lineup. So an hour before kickoff, the team news came out. And for anybody that didn't see the, the team, and didn't see the result, you must be living under a rock. But I'll run through it very quickly for you. So we had Ramsdale in goal. Um, the back four was unchanged in the last couple of games, which was Tommy Ashu, Ben White, Gabrielle, and Kieran Tierney. We then in the midfield had Thomas Party and number 34. Then Odegaard is the 10, Smith Rowe on the left, Saka back on the right, and Bamiang up top. Um, G. We'll go with you first. Um, thoughts on the lineup when you've seen it? 
Yeah, so um, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna rewind. I'm gonna rewind time because obviously it's easy to look at this lineup now and 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 not you know kind of critique it. But I have to be honest. When it came out, um, there were two things for me. Um, I was happy with Ramsdale um, keeping his place. I was happy with the back four. Um, I was concerned that um, Xhaka was brought um, back into the lineup. I have to be honest. Um, because I, I was very much in favour of Sambi starting next to Partey in the middle. Um, and the, the second concern for me was that he started um, both Odegaard and Smith-Rowe, um, particularly with Smith-Rowe in an advanced position. Um, and it wasn't so much that Smith-Rowe was playing and Odegaard were playing. It was, it was, the, it was the fact that Pepe wasn't playing. Now, so... The reason why I say that is because, which I explained in previous streams, is that as much as I think Pepe is quite inconsistent and he's not had the greatest start to this season, um, he does carry a goal threat. Um, and in my opinion, um, he carries a greater goal threat than Saka and Smith-Rowe. Well, 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 they, they shut me up, didn't they? So th th those, were my, those were my two concerns. My, my, my first initial was concern was that Jacques has been brought straight back into the side. I wasn't sure if that was if that if that was the right decision. And the second concern was that um, I couldn't see where the goals were going to come from, given the fact that Saka and Smith Rowe, you know, collectively, I, I, I've said the young players in this team, you know, the the areas of development that they need is definitely adding goals to their games. And then obviously, Aubameyang has not been on top form, you know, for quite a while now. So. The two concerns for me was one, the inclusion of Xhaka, um, and secondly, you know, the um, exclusion of Pepe and the inclusion of, you know, both Saka and Smith Rowe in advanced positions. I just, I couldn't see where the goals were coming from. So, yeah, other than that, I was pretty happy. But those were the two things that, um, for me, I kind of questioned. Okay. Chris, we'll come to you next. Um, your initial reaction when you seen the team news? Mine was very similar to G's. I mean, yeah, I did. We did a stream on it the other day uh, where me and Nigerian got into uh, a bit of a heated discussion, should I say, about you know, I I, I feel he undervalues Pepe, um, and I think he, you know, maybe sometimes, you know, I think what G said about the goal threat that that Pepe offers, I, I've I've really felt that Saka and ESR and Odegaard have lacked that, um, you know, in, in their time playing for Arsenal. So I, I, I was concerned with that. I think the biggest glaring concern was bringing Xhaka back into the team so quickly after being suspended, you know, for the um, City game uh, after the sending off. You know, I was worried about that. Not only sort of being damaging... In, in a sense that it could be something that could be replicated in, in a, a game of such high magnitude where the intensity is going to be high, that the tackles are going to be flying in, but just sort of this precedent that it sets for the younger players. So um, I did feel that uh, didn't hasn't really put a foot wrong to keep his, um, his place. But then again, it is a big game for, you know, sort of uh, a player to come in you know, when they're quite new. So um, th th those were the only concerns I had with the lineup. I think everything else I looked at, maybe could argue that Lacazette maybe could have come in uh, to um, 
get a bit more out of these players going forward, uh, the attacking midfielders. But other than that, no, there weren't any concerns. I think this back five at the moment is picking itself. It really is. Like, I, I think even though there was only Norwich and Burnley, but I, I just think I'd seen enough from them in those two games to know that this was the back five to go with. So um, that, that I think, was was very pleasing and it was good to see Party back. Um, you know, I was after he played against Wimbledon, I think in, in the game before against Norwich, he had to go off early, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah, I think it was good to see Party obviously not affected and able to be on the team sheet. We are a different team with him in our midfield. So, so yeah, I think that was the most important plus point that, that I could take um, going into this game yesterday. Okay. Bobby? You know what? I'm, I'm quite happy that I'm not, I wasn't complaining that Smith Rowe, uh, Pepe, sorry, wasn't on, on that team. Not at all. We all know Saka. If you, if you look back at all the Saka's goals, he's reasonably, like he says, they've all come from that right-hand side rather than the left. Saka's more put on the left because he, he can literally play up better on the, he can play on the left as well as the right. Whereas Pepe take, Pepe can't play on the left, and that's why he's put there. But I was quite I was quite happy with it. Obviously, I was concerned about thirty four, and we we all know that I think he's a liability. But I'm going to eat humble pie tonight. So he had a good game, best game he's had since four two against Spurs in two thousand and eighteen though. Yeah, I think absolutely. I mean, everybody knows my feelings on 34. Um, and Chris, who does some of our graphics, was trying to catch me out earlier on with a, a comment. And what I said was, I think, um, something along the lines of it was, he had his best game where he, he did well for for what it was. You know, it, basically, for me, he had a good game. I can't say he did an awful lot wrong, but he's still not the player I would put in there. And, you know, I still would have started with Sambi myself um, if we were going with that formation. And I think we probably did need to go for that formation against Spurs. So, I mean, I was happy enough with the lineup apart from him, um, but it is what it is. Um, and in hindsight, you know what? It worked out okay. Um, so just before I, I go into some of these comments again, um, and we'll, we'll move on to the goals. Would you all agree now that Ramsdale is very much the number one? Yeah. Do you know what? I've definitely. I was sitting behind him, and we were all quiet, quiet and down. And it was, it was like this to us. Oh, he literally had that clock in bouncing when he was down the clock end. I absolutely love him. Literally, you'd have to sit behind him or near him to see the bloody energy that comes from this kid. I know it's good on the telly, but when you've got it in front of you, it's incredible. His energy is something else. Yeah. Absolutely something Sorry. else. This is obviously something, Chris, we've, we've talked about in the last couple of shows is, you know, who is the number one and, you know, what's happening with the goalkeeping situation. Um, are you pleased to see how well Ramsdale's done since he's come to the club? I'm I'm pleased. And the reason the reason being, I think if there was one player that I wanted to, to sort of hit the ground running, really kind of get the fans on side, it was Ramsdale. Because I don't think a single one of us can sit here and say hand on heart, that they were happy with this transfer with the oh, with, you know with the cost I, I i wasn't thrashing the you know two teams relegated narrative i i think that without context is is quite a hollow one 
But I think we were filming, we were filming, feeling, sorry, underwhelmed by this transfer. Me, it was more a case of the money we were paying for him and where I felt that money could have been allocated. I didn't doubt the ability of him, but I just thought he's a, he's a, a bit raw. And I think when you pay £30 million for a goalkeeper when you're Arsenal Football Club, I knew it wasn't still on the bench. So this was a this was a massive risk, a massive risk that this club took. And after three games, I, I'm I, I you know I won't even eat a slice of the humble pie. You put it right in front of me right now, and I will eat the whole thing, you know, and ask for seconds because he has hands down come in and he's got everyone on side so quickly, not just with the infectious energy and the gestation that he has with the fans and that connection with them that, that he's trying to instill in them straight away, everything that he's coming out and saying after games, but what he's doing on the pitch. You know, I think yesterday, before we had scored, Son was in on goal against the run of play. Yeah. Had, you know, a left-footed shot, which was going in to the top corner of the new yep. alert to the situation, showed his shot-stopping ability. For all the talk that we've been giving um, about him coming into the side and allowing us to play out from the back, which I'll get to in a minute, showed in that moment, in a clutch moment, that, that he could, he was, he is able to be a good shot stopper, which is something that a lot of us will probably still say Leno might have over Ramsdale. But in that moment, he showed that, look, I'm not slouch when it comes to doing that as well. Um, in the second half, Kane had a shot from outside the box, was definitely nicking into the bottom corner. Got a hand to that as well. Now, look, for what we might say about the goal, not getting a strong enough hand to it, moments later, Son's got another shot. And this is what I spoke to Lottie about, you know, when we were discussing the game yesterday. Big game players, they can make one mistake and crumble in big games, especially. This guy's 23 years old. And in that moment, in spite of having made a mistake, and you could see him cussing himself, hitting the ground, he was angry with himself that he felt he could have done better for that goal. Shot comes in from Son again, and he makes this acrobatic, cat-like reflex save, pushes it onto the bar. And what I like about Ramsdale is not just, in these moments, it's not just the little victories. It's the way he's going up to his teammates, and they're coming up to him, they're geeing him up, they're slapping each other's chest, they're, they're kind of... What that does is that that psychologically drives a blow to the to your opposing players. You know, it lets them know that the that mentally you are geared for this game, you are up for it, you know, you are ready for the battle. The fans, they feed off that as well because they, they give you that extra raw, you know. And for the fact that it, it shows that he wants to get us inside as well, that it means that much more to him than other players that have come in of late, you know, that, that, that might not have performed to the standard that we expect them to. And that, for me, is not just for his sake. The fan base needs that, that connection with a player again. You know, like this affinity with this, this guy that wants to come in and just wants to leave everything and more on the pitch. And that's why I'm singling out for special praise out of all of these new signings. You know, I think between him and Tommy Asu, I think Ben White has come in with massive pressure in, and Ramsdale as well, given the price tag that they've come in with uh, and the doubt 
that even our own fans have had in in their ability to come in and do something. And I'm I'm just happy that he's proving everyone wrong, including ourselves. Yeah, Bring on absolutely. that! I'll tell you, as I said, you know, like it's only three games in, but I think I've seen enough to know this is our number one. And yeah, I mean the second goal as well. Um, you know, Aubameyang's goal. I think um, you know definitely it started with him at the build-up. Um, you know, right at the beginning, the pass to Jacques was a bit short, but just the fact that he was willing to play it into him um, and Jack was able to turn out the pressure and get us on the front foot, you know, I think uh, just shows what he brings to our, our play going forward as well. Yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, I've gone myself from being, um, you know, I, I didn't want Ramsdale. I thought we spent so much money on a keeper that's been relegated three times and whatever. And, and I was very vocal about the fact that I didn't think he was going to be good enough. And I've gone from that to going, the way he's playing, you know, he's going to put Pickford out for the England number one shirt in the next year. In no time. And, you know, that, that's incredible. So I have to say, you know, when you've got that humble pie there, Chris, get two forks because I'll join you, you know, and I'll, I'll help you eat it. Absolutely. Um, he's, you know, he's proved me and he's proved every, every one of us wrong. You know, because I remember we were doing the um, the rumour mill shows during the summer. And not only us guys actually on screen, but everybody in the chat, everybody was like, Ramsdale, no, not good enough, not good enough. And you know what? We're all sitting eating humble pie. So, and it's brilliant to see. It's absolutely brilliant. And his enthusiasm, as you say, it's infectious. Yeah. You know, and that's, it's running. And you can see it in the other players around him. Um, you know, so it, it's absolutely fantastic. So we'll read a couple of these comments and then we'll, we'll start talking about some goals. Um, Antonio, seeing my um, Gunnar family so happy is the best feeling I've had in a while. Sack is magnificent on the right. Svar at number 34, had a good game alongside Party. Um, I think Party was brilliant in the midfield. Yeah, absolutely. Party's fantastic. You know, we're starting to see what we paid the money for. Um, Chris, I think there's a lot of debate with Sambi, but for me, this is our best team and all are fit. Um, Gary, don't waste the tweet. Good evening, Stephen G, Lottie, and Gunnar King. Come on, you Gunners. Um, good evening, chat room. The sensible Gunner, um, Angelo, how are you? Good to have you back with us tonight. Um, I don't know, Lottie, he was pretty good against Chelsea on Boxing Day last year. I was expecting uh, a loss, so I'll, I'll give you that one, Angelo. Um, NDB 30 TV, where we got to. Um, good evening, all feels good to be a gunner for once, absolutely. Keith Ramsdale, 100% number one. NDB 30 Ramsdale could be a bargain if he comes good. Ramsdale over Keppa. Um, Keith, mostly Arsenal, hands up. I was against Ramsdale initially, not because of him, because I know he's a decent guy, but because of the fee that was being thrown about, he has levels above Leno already. Suarez, Ramsdale was just outstanding. His save against Lucas' shot on goal was just unbelievable. Um, we won't be seeing Leno in the Premier League as our number one keeper. Gary Leno's day should be done. Can't keep two number ones on the team. A precedent has been set the last time we had two number one goalkeepers, so who's back up in January? Well, this is this is the question. If Leno goes in January, who do we get in to replace as a backup keeper? Um, end of 30, Ramsdale is like a Swiss army knife. Leno is literally only good at one thing. Angelo Ramsdale, 
has shown his technical proficiency in the safe from Mora. Um, watch his feet, the speed, coordination, and then the explosive power to get up and get a hand on it. Um, and England number one in the making, mark my words. Gary Ramsdale is the far missing from the Arsenal team. Weird coming from a two or three time relegated goalkeeper. Maybe it wasn't his fault. My only concern was the AMT, but number one goalkeeper are worth that much or the amount. Sorry. Yeah. Um, absolutely. And yeah, you had the kind of question when we spent that money. Was there, you know, the plan had to be all along that he was coming in to eventually be the number one when they were going to spend 30 million on him. Um, Humble Pie Buffet. Yep. Um, absolutely. AFC Pressure. Can we play them every week? Why not? <laughs> Um, yeah, Gary send the FC pressure not Sammy plays guess we got starting 11 for the future um, evening Georgina Georgina saying evening to everyone um, Matt Ramsdale has a little bromance with Tommy Ashy the way they both push each other on um, and we'll come on to that Tommy Ashy after FC pressure send Gary spuds every week with them playing like they did absolutely hello do you know why it really annoys me when you see the pundits and stuff saying that, you know, it was to do with how bad Spurs were. It wasn't how good Arsenal was yesterday. And that is so frustrating. But anyway. The against this club is real, honestly. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, so let's talk a bit about the goals. Because um, there's, there's quite a lot we could talk about, but the show would go on for hours and hours and hours so i want to just sort of focus on the goals in the game because you know we kicked off and, and pretty much from the word go for me personally i felt we controlled that game uh, no point was i worried you know from the minute we kicked off that we were going to lose um it was more just a case of when the goal was going to come i wasn't expecting three and certainly not three in the first 33 minutes and 33 seconds um so it was really good to see such a really good, strong performance. Um, who would like to go first and, and talk about ESR's goal? Jay? Um, yeah, I don't mind. I don't mind. Um, so, yeah. Um, it's, it's a strange one because, like, for me, like I said, you know, I, I've been really critical of Arsenal, um, you know, against... Um, obviously, three back-to-back -back wins against Norwich, Burnley, um, and AFC Wimbledon. And the biggest thing for me is that I I didn't see creativity. Um, I didn't see um, you know real quality in terms of like moving forward and in, in terms of moving the ball in terms of attacking. So while they were decent results, points on the board through to the next round, I was very skeptical going into this game. Um, and that was merely, and it was nothing to do with Spurs, nothing to do with their form. It was just to the fact that, you know, we were playing a team that, you know, had more, should I say, you know, weaponry that could potentially, you know, test our defence um, and, and, and hurt us. So, but yeah, the, from, from the minute the game kicked off, um, there was just hunger, you know. There was hunger, there was passion, I could see strength in the players, precise passing, you know, fluid football, clinical finishes. And that 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 was just topped off by when Smith Rowe, you know, um when Smith Rowe put it away. So I think it I think it was actually Xhaka who played it out to Saka um on the on the right hand side. Um and you know, Saka 
does what Saka does. You know, he, he's always got his head up. He's always looking to take on a man. You know, I think he kind of did a bit of a step over, a little little drop of the shoulder. Um, didn't even necessarily go past his man, but just got the ball into a dangerous area. Um, and, and that's what I really like about, you know, Saka is that he always looks to get the ball into a dangerous area or he looks to get our shot on goal. He's very direct, which is why, as much as I criticise him, I wouldn't say I don't unfairly criticise him. I just know that you know scoring goals is is the area of his game that he does need to develop the most. So, obviously, when he put put that ball in, you know Smithrow was there, and it was a neat finish. Um, obviously, the defending was 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 left a little, you know, left quite a lot to be desired. Um, in terms of in the penalty area, I, I don't really know what was going on with the Spurs players, but yeah, at the end of the day, Smith Rowe got into some space, um, which is what we want him to do. And we see him week in, week out, getting into these areas, these dangerous areas in and around the box, outside of the box. But what he's been lacking so far this season is is the is the end product, putting the ball in, into the net. So I was absolutely thrilled, man. You know, nice, easy finish, really composed, really clinical, you know. It's almost like, you know, the way he put that way was like somebody does that week in, week out in the Prem. It, it was just cool, calm and collective. And and what a start. Um, I, I was I was thrilled. Like, literally, at that point, I was thinking to myself, we'd, we'd made a really good start to the game and all we really needed was to make the most of it and get that early goal. And that's what we did. So, and it was just a beautiful thing that it was both, you know, the Hayland boys that combined... Um, to get the first goal. So, yeah, great play by Saka. Lovely finish by Smith Rowe. And, yeah, the two of them absolutely made me eat humble pie because for weeks now I've been saying that they need to add goals to their games. Um, they need to have more end product. Um, and, yeah, they sure did for the first goal against Spurs. So, yeah, great goal. Loved it. Brilliant. Chris, your thoughts on the goal? Yeah, I think for me, I think the the... The best thing to see about that is taking it back to the team selection. And, um, you know, I said this on our show, on our roundup uh, and, and on the Armory TV, and I've said it on my TikTok page as well. I think what Arte why Arteta went bold by uh, leaving Pepe on the bench, he wanted as many Hairland Academy boys on that pitch as possible that, like, actually understand the what a North London derby means to win, you know, like not just for needing to give the fans hope because of our bad start. I mean, we could be top of the league, 20 points clear, no chance of being caught. I mean, chance would be a fine thing these days, but we could still be in that position and it would still be a North London derby and it would still mean that much to win it as far as I'm concerned, you know, like whatever situation you're in, you know, I think that and the Chelsea games I look at and it's like, those are the games you don't want to come out, you know, not on top of. And to come in, as Gia said, you know, I'm sure it's like not on social media, you know, they, they, they hear what, what they say about them, you know, that everyone's been saying, you know, like they, they do everything correctly. It's just that end product of goals, assists, you know, that that maybe holds them back from conversations when we talk about your Foden's and your and your Mason Mounts and your Havertz's and your and, and you know and these other youngsters that you've got knocking around the circuit at the moment. But 
to have to, you know, to have the faith of the manager to overcome that in a, in a North London derby game when they're so young. EFR has now become the youngest scorer in a North London derby um, of any team, I believe. So um, it just goes to show, you know, like the responsibility that they took in this game. You know, I think the way Smith Rowe ghosted into the box, I think something that's really good about his game, which makes it difficult to understand why he doesn't get more goals, is how he isn't making late arrivals into the box and finding spaces, um, you know, in, in those advanced areas. You know, sometimes he'll just pause and let a defender that's marking him run away from him so he's kind of made a yard of space. Or he'll make that late arrive past the defender or in between them. And, and that's what really pleased me about the move. You know, I think it looked quite intuitive, you know, that Sim and Saka have got that connection because they've trained together and come through the academy as well. And I think seeing that, relationship develop is really good i watched the interview with saka and you know he was to kind of go into like the whole decision with arteta you know he said that him and smith Rowe were sat around the breakfast table the day before talking about what it would mean to them if they scored in a north london derby because they, they've come through the academy as kids they've dreamed of it you know so i think it was just really pleasing to see them you know prove that they can do this you know that they can create chances and score and and that they can do it in clutch moments, which, which in any North London derby is. Okay. Lottie, what was it no. like behind the goal when that ball hit the back of the net? Oh, do you know what? Literally, we, me and myself and George, we just got to our seats a couple of minutes before, thankfully. But oh my god, I literally, I I, I got smacked around the head, and everyone's jumping over everybody. <laughs> oh, it was just insane, and like. For him to get his first North London derby goal, it's just incredible. I'm even even for even for the other Halo boy, which we'll come on to later. But it's just it was absolutely mental. Everyone was just going mad, we're having a sing song, and then obviously the one nil to the Arsenal came out, um, and they were just standing there. We'd forgot we were th- that they were there. <laughs> it was just so it was just so rocking in that lower stand. I can't speak for upstairs, but where where I was in block 24, 25, as well as the noise was coming from, it's brilliant. It was just absolutely incredible. I loved it. It's one of the best derbies I've been to in a very, very long time. Excellent. All right, we'll have a few more comments and then we'll move on to the next one. Uh, Chris Ramsdale from me loves the club and wants to be there. Leno, you still feel his one eye on moving away from the club. You can see with Ramsdale, he's buzzing about uh, being in the team and celebrates goals. Mm-hmm. Jamie, thanks so much for the birthday wishes and nice to meet Chris and Lolly. Um, Chris, again, I do wonder if in the dressing room there was a thing between the players that when someone scores, they were going to do the Henri knee slide, as they all yeah. seem to do it. They did, absolutely. They should have done it against their away fans, so that would have been even better, instead of coming yeah. to us, to be fair. That's the well, only to be fair, was Aubameyang's not really in front of them? Yeah, I heard it was. Yeah, know, sort of. Know. Sort of, not right in the corner like Henri did, though. Yeah. Uh, Matt, I think ESR played with Odegaard allows him to have that bit more freedom and movement. Um, absolutely. Keith Brighton equalised against Palace. That's full time now. It's 1-1. Yep. Keith, this goal was everything to me. I know ESR is drawing DV10 comparisons because of the number, but he is the closest thing to Rocky that I've seen yet. Fair call. AFC pressure. The players have what we used to. Um, this generation that we're signing are special and the communication everyone 
had was important. The front four read the game perfectly. The Mr. Arsenal podcast, Ryan, how are you? Hello, my beautiful people. Um, Ryan, just to let you know, we have done the fans' photo section, but I didn't use the videos you sent me. I will use them probably on Wednesday night on our Q&A show, just because I didn't have a chance to, to try and work them in, because um, I was a bit rushed tonight, but thank you for sending them to me anyway. Uh, Geo Gunner, beautiful to see the king in the building. Um, Chris, he could be talking about you, but I have a feeling he may mean Henri being in the stands with his Arsenal shirt on. I think he did, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah I'm with the Henri shout, although I do bear a striking resemblance. You know, You'll take it, man. you take it. I'll take it, I'll take it either way, you know. Like. <laughs> um, I see Daniel Eck was at the game yesterday. That's the first time yeah, I've been together. They were actually yeah. He actually he actually commented on it on Monday night on tonight's football um because he was he was pundit doing punditry um and basically said because they obviously they quizzed him about it like he was at the stadium with Daniel Eck, etc. And he basically said that Daniel X bid was put in, um, but there was no response from the Cronkays. So at present, there's no dialogue between the Cronkays and Daniel Eck because there was no official response. And what he did say is um we, his exact words were, we, he is here to stay, um, but we do know it's going to be a long process um, and that we don't know how long it's going to take, but we're basically here to stay. So, um, so yeah, interesting. One, something, something, to, something to keep an eye on. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Tottenham get battered everywhere they go. Tottenham get battered. Everywhere they go. Everywhere they go. Everywhere they go. Sorry, guys, my voice is sore. I can't sing that. Not tonight. Maybe another night. I'll get King to come join me and do it. Gary, yes, we aren't playing top of the table next week. Brighton stole point of the death. Um, Ryan, my brother is actually mates with ESR, so known about him for ages. Mm -hmm. And every time he scores or assists, I'm extra happy. Ryan, I need an autograph, my friend. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, we, we get some autographs Come going on. here. Come on, um, I can't get some an autograph for our next giveaway. Yeah. Um, after giving away the old reboot last week. Uh, Bungle, morning all. Already Tuesday here, and I'm still buzzing about Sunday. And why not? I am in Japan. Wow. Do you know what? We're going to be buzzing until the next game we lose, so it's fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so right, we're only at that damn mix on the weekend. <laughs> Ryan saying big bung bungle. Um, Swart, the Helian boys making a big mark in North London Derby. Saka clicked big time in North London Derby. Absolutely. He, you know, Saka had a great game. But then they all had a great game. You know, it's yeah. hard to yeah. pick a fault with anybody um, from yesterday's game, really. Um, Keith, Cronky's got a lot more money the, than Eck, I'm afraid. Absolutely. The day, yeah, I, mean, I just don't see it. Um, chance has been in my head all day. I love it from Georgina. Sorry, Chris. <laughs> It's, it's it's a consortium, so it's not just Daniel Ek. It's like a group, a hedged group of billionaires that are all sort of kind of putting in a in a hedge together in an effort mm -hmm. to buy the club. So it's not just Daniel and Daniel Ek isn't just leveraging off his own personal wealth to try and make this happen. Yeah. Okay. Right. Um, so twenty-seven minutes gone. The break's on. And it ends with Aubameyang putting the ball in the net. Chris, do you want to talk to us a bit about this goal? Um, this goal for me was by far my favourite for so many reasons. I think um, 
first of all, he's our talisman. He's our striker. His, uh, his ability has been called into doubt, which I don't understand. His form, no doubt, look, I can say, you know, it could be up for contention. People starting to talk about, you know, the, the insults. I was speaking to a United fan that was trying to say Martial is better than him this, this week. This guy, just to remind people, five consecutive seasons got more than 20 league goals. He's done that. In the past decade, the only other three players that have done that are Lewandowski, Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah, so you, you, you can have a bad season. Yeah, but this guy consecutively for five seasons was in there, you know, amongst the top goal scorers, you know, in, in the English league. And I think some of those seasons may have been his German league, um, you know, sort of form as well. You know, say what say what you want. You know, he's had very good goal scorers in it. It's the top league. So, you know, like his form's dropped off. I've, I felt that that's, like, he's been a casualty of a system last season where the profiles in our defence were not good enough to execute Arteta's system. And uh, the, the midfield had to be compacted more than it needed to be to get the ball to him. But he played with such fluidity yesterday. And I think what I liked about the goal was, firstly, everyone was always saying that if he doesn't give anything, he doesn't offer anything in build-up. And... He, he was involved in the build-up. You know, the ball came to him from Smith Rowe. You know, the very intelligent backheel flip. Audacious, you know, like to pull it off. And Smith Rowe didn't have to adjust his run at all. Didn't have to speed up or slow down. Perfectly executed. What I liked about his run into the box to get on the end of the chance, he didn't bust the gut. He didn't sprint to get in the box. He gave the impression he would so that the defender that was watching him was, was retreating faster than he should have been. And then at like the last few strides into the box, he kind of slowed his run down to kind of knowing that that would make the defender that's facing him pull away from him a bit more, just to kind of intelligently make that space for himself to have the shot. And again, it was this in the intuitive nature with which Emil Smith-Rowe sensed that um, and, and delivered the cutback to him. The confidence to take the shot on with his left foot, which, you know, isn't his stronger foot as well. You know, again, in a very important moment, you know, we a lot of the one nil toward the Arsenal boring chance, you know, going back to the Arsenal of old have been coming in, you know, to, to have that opportunity to make it to, yeah, maybe could have taken a touch. You know, I didn't see anyone anywhere near him, you know, to, to kind of control the ball and then use his right. But he was like, no, I'm using my left. And, you know, against a very good Hugo Loris, he put it right in the bottom corner. He was never getting his hand to it. What I liked, again, the celebration. We need to talk about that because we all know that that celebration, we all know who it belongs to. Yeah? It belongs to, you know, the the, the king, you know, like the, the, the undisputed king of the Premier League era, if you're asking me. And even most rivals will admit it as well. And when you saw Henri doing that knee slide back in the day, it was, you, you just knew, you know, something special had taken place nine times out of 10, you know, he reserved it for his best goals and all his most important ones. And for me, it was like the crowd needed to see that, you know, that he knows maybe perhaps that he's been brought in to really kind of measure up to Henri's legacy. 
and that perhaps since he signed his new contract, he hasn't. He knew Omri was in the stand. We we all know players know what famous players are going to be there, like players of old. They would look up to like the the stands and see them if they didn't know already. That was intentional in design. You know, like I, I agree with G. I think maybe they even spoke about it before in the changing rooms because they all they all did the same celebration. But to see him doing it when he's wearing the same number on that shirt, you know, in all the context of rival fans and once from our own fan base, you know, getting at him, saying that he's finished. That's it. That was sent a very clear message. And I think that for me was a mark of like the confidence that, that he took that goal with and that he intends to go into net, the next games with. And kind of feeding that to the fans as well. Absolutely. And I mean, we have been critical of, of Aubameyang on this channel. Um, and, you know, I think any Arsenal supporter really has been, you know, the majority, not every supporter, but the majority of Arsenal supporters have been critical of him over the last sort of year. Because, you know, as you rightly pointed out, you know, before that, five years in a row, over 20 league goals, and then all of a sudden last season, whatever happened, he just was not the same player. And even sort of the first game or two this season that he played, he just didn't look at it. And yeah. yet, all of a sudden yesterday, that, that was a different Aubameyang on the pitch. Mm -hmm. You know, for me, you could see the effort he was putting in. You could see how much it meant to him. And as you rightly say, I mean, that celebration, that, that was very deliberate. That, that didn't just happen. That was planned. And... That was a. I'm here. Um, you know, I'm. I'm going to be back to my best. I'm going to score goals. Yeah. And um, hopefully you will. You know, hopefully this is the start of, of something for Aubameyang. Um, definitely, yeah, I think. You know, and if we play like that, if we play the way we played yesterday, he should get plenty of chances. And Angela was saying it on Friday night on our preview show, Sensible Gunner. You know, when we start creating more chances for him he will put them in the back of the net. So it was only a matter of time. So, I mean, I'm really happy to see him score yesterday. Um, Lottie, thoughts on um, the goal? Do you know what? It was, a good, it was a great goal. I'm glad to see that he's back. I mean, my blog, blog from the West Ham, West Ham game, I think it was titled, um, You're Not Entertained. A bad man's back firing and all cylinders. And I've been sort of waiting for him to come back and start actually doing that in the league. So I'm glad I don't have to go back and change that. I'm just glad he's back. I mean, he's not put out on that wing. He's where he's supposed to be, and he's he's and people he's got the service that he needs. So he's got no excuse not to be banging a minute against Brighton over the weekend. Absolutely no excuse. Jay, your thoughts? Yeah, um, he got his va va voom back. You know, that's 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 literally it. Um, right he car advert now. Yeah, <laughs> you know what it is. Yeah, from from was you know, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was. It was. The, the the thing with Aubameyang is like I've been critical of him. Um, you know, obviously a lot of things happened personally um, in terms of his mother's health last season. I think he he, he got malaria, COVID, all, all sorts was happening. You know what I mean? And I think as much as we've been critical of him, we've also many times on this show, you know said you know put it out there that footballers are human beings and and they are affected by the things that happen in their personal lives and you can't just expect them to just produce like a machine because nobody nobody can you know we we all have you know different drama 
um, and, and stuff going on in our lives. But yeah, yesterday he was he he was just back to his best. Just everything he did, you know, he was closing people down. He was pressing, pe you know, the Spurs players. He was winning aerial duels. Like he was actually winning. Like he was actually jumping for the ball and actually beating Spurs defenders to the ball and like winning flick-ons. Um, his movement was fantastic. Um, and as gonna, you know, as as Chris said, what was really what was really good about that was, I think he really benefits from counter-attacking football more so than kind of maybe slow kind of patient build-up play. Yeah. And, you know, that. yeah, that that's that's his game. You know, that's his game. Because you could see it. That one-touch flick was, like like Chris said, it was sublime. It was, it looked so simple, but it's not. You know, it, it, was, it was a world-class touch, you know, to kind of put that in the path of, of, of Smith Rowe. So he was, he was, yeah, he was back to his best, um, and it, and it was lovely to see, you know, it was lovely to see Abamian doing what Abamian does best, which is fantastic movement and and, and a brilliant finish um, from him. Um, so yeah, you know, I I just hope that you know we can now we can now see you know this on a more consistent basis. But you know, like I was saying, I, I was I was agreeing with Sensible uh, Gunner the other night. Abamian is a player that he he you know he needs the service. You know, he, he's an out and out striker. He needs that service. So I think as long as our, you know, other offensive players, you know, are are creating chances for him, I think it's inevitable that he's gonna get goals. But yeah, it was lovely to see him get on the get on a score sheet. Um and it was lovely just to see his whole energy and his whole demeanor um just just so much more vibrant. Um so yeah, man, I, it was it was amazing. It was amazing, it was good, good stuff. Excellent. All right, so a couple more comments, and then we will move on to the third goal. Um, Ryan, yeah, Georgina is here now. Oh, let's pump out the chance. Um, Keith, Abba back to the old Abba. Um, Antonio, I did say we'd score within the first 15 minutes, since after seeing the relentless attack from our offense, I'm not at all surprised. I am surprised that we hammered in three before the half. Superb. Ryan, just giving Lottie a heads up, but UEFA have stopped all legal proceedings towards Barca, Juve and Real Madrid. So brace yourselves for another round of the Super League BS. So it never right, went the way. We'll turn up again, won't we, Chris? Oh, yeah. We'll turn oh, up yeah. again. We had Chelsea and Tottenham fans at Oz, so we'll turn up again. Don't worry about that. It never went the way. Um, it's not done. Far from over. So he's been around since... The movement needs to, to get going. Um, mm. and Callan Chatter Crunky Out t-shirts are available in the description of the video um, Joseph, my best friend is a Spurs fan and I said that number 34 only has two good games in there against you you lot, LOL was taking the McLeod and G um, Keith, I've questioned all over the last 12 months, never has his quality um, but his application and desire he was back on it yesterday, I look forward to seeing this with consistency, absolutely um, George Sullivan, evening George, how are you? Um, hey, good show. First half, best for a long time. Absolutely. That's, that's George I went with, I think. Right. Um, good to have you with us, George. Yeah, I mean, the, the first half, yes, he was the best half of football I think I've seen for, I can't even tell you the last time I've seen a, a half of football from Arsenal that good. Um, so I'm so happy to see Alba scoring goals for us again. 
what a class tribute to Thierry with that celebration. I hope he keeps on scoring in coming match weeks. Absolutely. So, Lottie, six minutes later, and um, Tom Daly goes diving in at Saka's feet and does nothing but set him up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about the goal. No, he just he just stitched him up. At the time, I was half sort of distracted because we were. I was kind of looking at the Spurs fans sneaking out because I think some of them saw the third one coming. Half time was coming, and the queues to get anything is a nightmare. But yeah, no, I saw. I just saw this hit the back of the net. I didn't even see any build up to it. I need to go back and watch it again. But it just went in the back of the net, and I'm like, what? Like again, Saka from the right every time keep playing in there. I know I know. G likes Pepe there, but I'd rather have him there at this point in time because if you just look back through his first team, I, you can look on YouTube. Anyway, you look back at his goals that he's had. I said this already, but it's all from the right. And the fact that he that he's he's followed in the ESR's footsteps and get, to get his, what I believe to be his first North London derby goal is fantastic as a senior player. He's probably had loads on the under 23, but he's a, he's, a, he's a senior player now. He's got his first goal, and what a way to do it. Okay, thank you. Chris, what do you make of Saka's goal? Um, what I liked about it was Harry Kane getting absolutely pickpocketed by Partey. The audacity <laughs> that our sisters, uh, well, like our, our partner show, Paxton Road, the Spurs fans. They actually made us do a whole show dedicated to having this non-debate about who is better between Nodombele and Partey. The absolute audacity. The audacity. The audacity of these people, right? Nodombele was an absolute no-show yesterday. And what we maintained is that they were judging Partey off of a season of not being fit. Mm -hmm. Never together more than three or four games coming into the North London derby last season away when he wasn't fully fit, breaking down that leading to the song goal, he absolutely pickpocketed Kane. I don't know what Kane was doing on the, you know, playing so deep, you know, so far removed from being inside the box. But look, the way in which Partey just jumped on him, pounced on it, you know, just, just robbed him of the ball, immediately looked forward and, you know, sort of, a lot is said about Partey's ability to win the ball, but he is so incisive with his passing. It's unreal, you know, like, and straight away, that's unlocked the midfield, you know, unlocked the space, sprung the counter. Smith Rowe with the ball into um, Saka's feet. You know, Harry Kane's trying to track back. Saka's, you know, obviously darted to get into the box. I think you knew that Saka was taking that shot on. You know, for me, I thought he was coming inside on his left foot. And I think that's what he intended to do. You know, he got a little lucky with the ricochet, the tackle. But look, for all the talk about Saka not getting enough goals, again, in a clutch moment, just like Aubameyang, to take on the shot with your weak foot. Not bad. You know, like, not bad at all. You know, like, I, you know I really wasn't expecting it. And, you know, it was just, um, you know, a good... Pleasant surprise, you know, I think to really get that monkey off the back as well of, you know, you're only, you're barely in goals together. And then to go from that to just putting three past these lot, of, you know, on one of our main rivals in less than 45 minutes, seeing their fans going home, 
for a big derby game, you know, before half time. Uh, he did that, you know, he did that. He delivered the nail in the coffin, you know, and I think, again, just seeing the Hale boys just being at the beginning and at the at the end of driving um, and putting the sword, you know, to, to, to these imposters, you know, like of, of, of a North London club, for me, it's just, uh, that made it all the more better, if I'm being honest. You know, the, the fact that it had to be them, the fact that he was Saka on the end of it, the fact that, again, that he did the honorary celebration, you know, the, the, the fact that, you know, everyone at that point knew it was over. I mean, we, we already knew after, I think, the over one, just the fact that they created so little. But that, if, if there was ever any, any doubt that we were winning that game, it ended with that goal. And the fact that it involved Kane getting mugged off not once, but twice. <laughs> yeah, sweet. Do you know what I think the icing on the cake was for me, right? Is I, I've, obviously, I live up in enemy territory, same around, around where Chris is. So and I, yeah. my neighbour gave me all this. And I was going out the door, I was like, all right, see you later. I'm going, see you later. I come back. There was no, there was Spurs flags all the way up the street. Come back, there was not one in sight. Not oh. one. Nope. And I also, I think there's a video going around on TikTok at the moment, guys. We, at, at Finsbury Park, you got the Spurs fans singing Saka, you let your country down, and he silenced them. Yep. Absolutely silenced them. Like, I if they start singing that in the ground, yeah, no, that's why I saw it, I think. Yeah. Like, if that had happened in the ground, they would not have enough police there to stop anybody. So, it was good they remained quiet. Mm. I, I've heard Arsenal fans do that and it's kicked off in the stands Absolutely G, what was it like inside the G-Talks household whenever Saka hit the back of the net? You know what it's, I've, I've all the Arsenal players you know, as much as you know, as much as I as much as much I talk about you know, Pepe's goal threat and so forth I think out of all you know, I've always loved Saka always loved Saka um, he, 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 he's just you know, you talk about generational talent, you know, but he, he's just something special. And I, I don't even think it's just his footballing ability. It's just it's just his whole demeanor. It's just him as a human being. You, you hear the guy speak and he, he's he's just he's just a beautiful person. Um, but the fact that he's good at football is is it's just it just makes it just makes it even even sweeter. But um Saka is one of those players where in our house, I think I've always I've always loved him, but I think the Euros I think the whole house fell in love with him um, because, you know, I predominantly watch the Arsenal games. Um, you know, the rest of the family, they kind of tune in and tune out. Um, but the Euros we watched as a family and, you know, they could really, they really saw the player that, you know, I kind of go on about and Arsenal fans go on about kind of week in, week out. So we were watching the game, despite it being my, my daughter's birthday, I had it on. Um, and yeah, we were just thrilled. We were thrilled, you know, when the ball hit the back of the net. Um, and I think it just kind of epitomizes how he plays football. You know, he picks up the ball, he looks up, he drives, he's very direct, and you know, he deserved the luck he got um, in, in terms of that kind of ricochet because he makes things happen. Um, and I think if there is if there is a criticism of Pepe, is that too often he's kind of on, you know, he's kind of on the cuff of the game. Um, it, it's just sometimes, you know, the ball will come to him, and I, I, you know, I, I'm Pepe's biggest fan. I, I think, I think he is. I think he's a top player. I still don't think we've seen the best of him, but 
I think what Saka does offer us on the right is 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 amazing. It's just unfortunate that we have the two of them that play on the right. But in a, in another way, it's fortunate because we have two great players playing on the right. But yeah, when that ball went in the back of the net, yeah, we we were all just over the moon. Um, and I, I have to agree with Chris. I think that goal going in for me cemented the victory because even at two nil, um, I have to be completely honest. Even at two nil, I was thinking. It's early on in the game. This is a derby. You know, all it takes is one moment, you know, one goal and, and, and the, game can, the game can kind of be turned on its head. But when that goal went in, for me, within, I could kind of like relax and I thought, yeah, game's done. If we see this through to half time, 3-0 up, Saka's got the last goal, we're going to win this game. I think it'll just be a case of how many can we get. Obviously, it didn't turn out like that, but... Yeah, Saka's goal, you know, he deserved that. He had a fantastic game and, you know, scoring his first North London derby goal just was just fantastic for him, you know. Great player, love, lovely kid, man. Absolutely. I'm going to tell you what happened in, in my house whenever Saka scored, but before I do it, I'm going to read a couple of these comments because it'll tie in with one of them in a wee second. Um, so, Joseph, Tom's party amazing and not a guard yesterday. I mean, yeah, and it's just like you were saying, Chris, I mean, Hardy, that for the third goal, you know, going at Kane and, and getting the ball, it's the speed at which Hardy transitions the ball um, forward is what we have missed. And even last season, you know, he was so prone to injury and he just felt like he just wasn't the party we expected last season. And now we're starting to see it. There was glimpses yeah. at times last season, but now we're starting to see it and hopefully we're going to see that consistently. Yeah, the criticism, sorry, Stephen, the criticism of Partey has been really, really unfair. Um, because you know, we, we can we can jump on we can jump on players like Pepe, for example, because you know, I think he's been in the team, he's been injury free, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So I can kind of understand that. But with Partey, the, the criticism he's received from, from Arsenal fans, um, and also rival fans is just completely unfair because you know. We, I remember how thrilled we all were when he signed. You know, you you don't you don't secure, you don't be the first name on the team sheet for an Atletico Madrid side, the only team that competes with Real Madrid and Barcelona for La Liga. You don't have a fifty million pound um, release clause in your contract um, if you're not a good player. And if anybody who's actually taken the time to watch Partey play at either international level or for, or for Atletico Madrid in the Champions League or La Liga. He is an absolute baller. Like, there is there is, there is no doubt how good this guy is. And I've been on streams um, on our show, and people have criticised him in the comments and, and criticised him and said, you know, 50 million, what's he done? Look, you can't... How can you play if you're injured? <laughs> like, it's not rocket science. You know, the, the guy's been injured since he was signed for Arsenal. He's as 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 Chris said, he's not been able to string more than three to four games together since he's been at Arsenal. If this guy stays fit, he can be the difference between finishing bottom half of the table and within the top six. He's that good. Like he is literally that good. Because he, he just the way he the way he reads the game, the way he transitions, you know, from defense to attack, and and the the the, the caliber and catalogue of passes that he produced in that match against 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 Tottenham, as well as 
the amount of times he he nicked the ball or won the ball off them. Listen, if 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 any of you are doubting him, just go and watch the highlights because he's phenomenal. Mm. Suarez Saka's goal is my favorite. Key and assisted two times. Gary, as much as I feel over needed that goal, his consistent pressing is what what's missing when he was struggling. He was consistently moving or constantly moving. Sorry, not walking. His head was in the game. I like. I want more. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Couldn't agree more with that comment. Um, and we all want to see more of that. Bungle seeing the away end virtually empty at full time. The odd spud player walking over, sheepishly clapping. An empty stand was absolutely priceless. Yeah. If you didn't see it, catch the start of the show. Um, you see a nice picture of that. Um, Antonio Spurs fans leaving early had me chanting, is there a fire drill? Yep, we was. <laughs> I can badge for that. <laughs> Gary. That was one of them. <laughs> Uh, Gary, I did a watch along. I was screaming for Saka to shoot before defenders caught up to him. Didn't realize he was waiting for England teammate to set him up. Thanks, Kane. So yeah, just talking of, of screaming, you know, for Saka. Um, when Saka scored that, that third goal, me and the boys were watching it. Um, and I actually got you know both my boys sat down with me yesterday and really wanted to watch the Arsenal match, and it was really nice to, to sit and do that with them. But when that third goal went in. All three of us screamed that loudly that my wife came running in thinking something was wrong. I was panicking, getting ready to call the police or the fire brigade or something, worrying that something had happened. So, oh, bless her. It was brilliant. Um, so, I, not for a moment I heard anything from the Spurs fan. Even when they were present, Arsenal goals kept on coming and Arsenal fans were chanting with their hearts out. Um, Gary, sorry, negative thought, but with Leno and goal with Son shot at the near post and Lucas's love be taken care of. And George, I really like the key enchant and Lottie, yes, it's me. Cool. The Harry Kane one is really good. It goes, um, he spits when he talks, he spits when he talks. Harry Kane, he spits when he talks, and then it goes on. La 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 Harry Kane. La 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 la. It's brilliant. It's so fun. We understand it's absolutely brilliant. He spits when he talks, you know. Yeah. Yeah, when he talks, that is, I'm telling you, literally, I picked up so many new words. Tavares, uh, Smith, Rowe, and Sacco have got a song combined. I've picked up so many new songs. Like, it's so much to just like take in. It's believable. But Tavares has got I his own song already. It's brilliant. I think I think I heard the Smith, Rowe, and the Sacco one combined the other yeah, day. I, I need, yeah, no, they're, they're, they're both in one song, but I need to. I, I, it goes, I like it, I like it. Oh, I love it, I love it. And I'm saying it's got his dead names in it. I'm not quite familiar with the words yet. No, I will be. Sorry, it's a play on Rockin' All Over the World by Status Quo. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it is. So, guys, I mean, 3 0 up at half time, the game was over, and it, it pretty much was. I mean. Does anybody want to quickly sum up the second half? Because for us, we, for me, we weren't as good in the second half, but we defended well when we had to. And yes, we conceded one goal. It was solid, it was but, you know, the heads could have gone down when we conceded that goal, and they didn't. You know, we still we kept them kept them out, kept it the one goal, and, and we won the match three one. So, I mean, does anybody have anything more they want to sort of say about the second half? Uh, we, we were just solid at the, the defending. I mean, even when that goal went in, I saw Ramsdale face and Ramsdale's face, he like clapped to his knees because he's right in front of me. Like you could see how annoyed he got with himself, but he was straight back on his feet, yelling at his defenders. And that's it's one thing I do like about it, and that's what kept him going. And then there was that nice moment with him and Tommy Asu. I like it's just 
it's just so great to see this team like bonding and we're getting that relationship and like the back four. I just don't want Arteta to change it. I think, yeah, I think with um with the second half, I think the damage was done. You know, the the the, the hard work was was done in terms of scoring the goals in the first you know 30, 35 minutes. Um, and I think in the second half, it was a professional performance. Um, it was, you know, it, it, in many ways, it was it was equally, you know, depending on how you look at football from an attacking or a defensive, you know, perspective, it was equally as good in the second half. And uh, maybe not to watch from an Arsenal fan perspective, but at the end of the day, I think from the first half and from obviously previous um, previous performances, you can see a real confidence in the defence. And they thought, you know, well, we'll give you the ball. Um, see if you can break us down, um, and 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 they couldn't. You know, I think that the defense and the goalkeeper, you know, stood firm. You know, the defenders played well throughout all four of them, and and whenever you know Ramsdale was called upon, you know, he made great saves. So I think it was a really professional performance. Um, obviously, you know, we conceded, we didn't get the clean sheet, but you know, the heads didn't drop. They just continued doing the basics right, defending well. Um, so yeah, it was you know it wasn't it wasn't you know aesthetically you know pleasing half of football, but it's the Premier League. You know you're not going to dominate a game for ninety minutes, particularly if you're playing you know a decent side. Um, they're going to have moments in the game, and that's when it's equally important. You can do all the flashy stuff at the other end of the pitch, but you have to be able to dig deep and actually defend you know a lead, and that's what the guys did. You know so. Fair play to the attackers in the first half. Fair play to the defence in the second half. Great overall performance for me. So, Chris, I put out a tweet yesterday um, during the game saying ESR was absolutely bossing the game. Um, and he did for me. You know, he, he controlled the game so well. He, he was different class. But somebody else got man of the match, off, you know, according to the Arsenal sort of supporters and, and stuff. And I, I'm okay with that. Because talk to me about this guy, Takahiro Tomiyasu. He, he's quickly becoming a cult hero. I absolutely love him. I mean, what are you making of him and his performances so far? Uh, well, I mean, you know, we've we've done we've done individual shows uh, to break down his performances so far. Burnley won a hundred percent of his aerial duels and um, or his overall duels as well. People might say it's only Burnley, but they've got Chris Wood. And who's the other striker? Um, oh, God, what's his name? Ashley Barnes, that's it. Yeah. And and these guys, they they win everything in the air. They're units. They're, they're, they're what you would consider, you know, kind of your old-fashioned centre-forward. And in your second game in England, you're coming up against these guys that are warriors in the air. And you know, your Gabriel, I think, did something similar as well in that same game. Absolutely bossed them. They they got no change in the air whatsoever. And this guy defensively, he is very difficult to get past. Very, very, very difficult in one-on-one -on -one situations. You know, and I, I think I'm just loving seeing that. You know, I think it is first instinct, you know, I think you've got a bit of a contrast in the fullbacks between um, Tomiyasu and Tierney. Tierney likes to get forward. And I think what Tomiyasu likes to do is, is probably stay back a bit. He's probably, I think, looking at him, he really looks like a natural centre-back, in my opinion. You know, so I think, you know, he's a, a centre-back that is willing to and able to play as a right-back, use both of his feet, 
played as a left back, played as a wing back in an, in a, in a back five and a, a full back in a back four. And I think what I like about him is just, he just wins everything, you know, like just uh, anything that comes near him, he's shutting down shop, you know, like he is literally not letting you pass him. And I think what he offers when you look at our system, when Tierney kind of ventures forward, it turns into a back three. And um, yeah, he's just got that solidity defensively that allows us to do that. Uh, it, it gives Tierney a lot of freedom to go forward on the other side. So it's not just what he's bringing individually, you know, to him, to his own performances. I think he's one of the driving forces uh, behind the improved look of our defence. And yeah, it seems to be bringing a bit of leadership in there as well. I think him and Gabriel, I, I think them, you know, like White, Ramsdale in their own way are, are just looking like they're taking responsibility in these defensive situations. But yeah, he was excellent yesterday, considering that is his first North London derby. And in Son, he is marking one of the most consistent, like one of the most trickiest players, you know, uh, um, as a, in terms of goal scoring threat from that side. You know, the, the past few years of late, he just bossed him. He just, Son wasn't even there. Like, you know, I, I, I didn't really. Son had one chance, I think. You know, in the first half, you know that 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 was it, really. You know, I think, um, yeah, okay. You know, like, could you say it was at fault for the? I couldn't really. You know, like, I think, you know, I, I just think his performance was excellent. And looking at his performances, you know, in the other two games that he's been there, it's clear that he improves our back line. And yeah, I, I'm more than happy. Uh, that, that he got man of the match. You know, I think Smith-Rose, Saka were in with a shout as well. But I think based on that being in his first derby, only his third game for us, I mean, you, you can't really can't really fault uh, the decision for him to yeah, win that. Absolutely. The nice thing as well is he's, he's good on the overlap as well. You know, when you're seeing yeah. him get up there um, and providing something. Um and definitely, definitely a major upgrade from what we had before. Um, and I was saying to, I mean, I was saying to G last night that, you know, I really wanted Max Irons. You know, yeah. that, that was always right. who I wanted. But not for one second. Am I disappointed that we've missed out on Max Irons watching this guy Tommy Asu play? He's just phenomenal. Um, and hopefully he goes from strength to strength. And you can see he's another one that genuinely seems to enjoy being there. Mm-hmm. Um so I'm going to read a couple more comments. Um, where have we got two? Okay, defensively, we're different beans now. It's like Fab Five again. I honestly think Tommy is the missing piece. Yeah, I mean, we were saying that on Friday night that, you know, this back, it's a back five now rather than a back four with Ramsdale in there. Um, Gary, Tommy Asu was my man of the match. Son only got space when 34 went down in defensive. And defense didn't have time to recover. Uh, Matt, Tommy Asu is our best signing this summer, full stop has been so good. Um, Antonio Tomiyasu, the missing link in Arsenal's theory of evolution and success. Keith, watch how Tommy stands player up. He doesn't buy a step over. He doesn't buy a shoulder drop. He's a proper defender foremost. Yeah. A lot of love for Tomiyasu in the chat. Um, Gary Ramsdale was showing captain-like traits, and I love it. When's the last time a player was cheering all his teammates all game? Um, also in... Tommy Asu, what a right back is, how a right back plays. 
Um, Keith, like Tommy already, and Antonio, Cannon Chatter Crew, and Gunner King spoiling us with such a good show. You Gunners are the best. Thank you, Antonio. Mm -hmm. Appreciate it. Right, G, the next one's for you. Mm. Um, because you probably more so than me and Lottie have been vocally more critical of yeah. Arteta. Mm. And I know it's 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 four games into the eight games for the tattoo and, and all, all that sort of fun stuff. But are you starting to to see see a change? To see something? Are you starting to maybe dare I say it, trust the process a little more? Um, you know what? There's you a couple say of that this was going to be the measuring, you know, bigger measuring stick yeah. in Norwich and Burnley. So yeah, there's a couple of things um, with regards, you know. Arteta in the process and so forth. It's um, I, I you know I publicly you know I publicly vocally you know was very kind of not critical of the performances I'd say, but um, against Norwich, Burnley, and AFC Wimbledon, I, I wasn't convinced. Um, I, I saw I saw a team against Norwich that you know didn't create much. Um, I felt like against Burnley, there were times when defensively we were both we were sound in that match. But again, I, I don't think that we we created very much. And I think even against AFC Wimbledon, the league one side, you know, three nil, you know, one shot on goal in the first half. You know, I, for me, it wasn't it wasn't an amazing performance. But nevertheless, we got you know six points out of six in those two games, and we got through to the next round. But I, yeah, I, I, I wasn't convinced. Um, I said that this game would be um, a big test um, and, you know, Arteta and, and, and the team, for me, passed the test. They, they, they answered, you know, the questions that, that I had really, which was, I want to see Arsenal play attractive football. I want to see us play more creative um, and I want to see us score goals. And I want those goals to come from various, you know, points from the squad, you know, midfielders, forwards, defenders, etc. Um, so yeah, it's you know, I think I'm feeling more positive because you know it's it's post, you know, a derby win against Spurs. Um at the same time, I feel like it's 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 quite easy to, to get up for a derby. Um I think you know that I think had we lost the game, I think I would have said, well, there you go. You know, right back where, right back where we started, but at the same time, the performance was so good that I can't help but feel optimistic and can't help but feel confident um, about the rest of the season moving forward. I do think that you know this, obviously, this performance, this result needs to be built, built, built upon, or built, built on top of in terms of like you know, going the way, you know, I think going home or away, I don't know which one it is, to Brighton. We've got some, you know, tasty games coming up against Villa and so forth. But yeah, I, you know, I can't sit here and say that I'm feeling um, the way I was feeling before the match um, because it was a fantastic performance. It's almost like they were listening to me because every single thing that I was critical about, um, <laughs> they, they basically answered. You know, I didn't want to see a boring performance I wanted to see an attacking performance I got it you know I was critical of certain players in terms of not being not adding goals to their games two of those players scored um defensively they were similarly sound to you know the Burnley and Norwich game so yeah um 
in terms of the process, in terms of like you know being convinced by it, I think time will tell. I'm I'm, I'm more optimistic about it um, because it wasn't just a win; it was an emphatic performance, particularly the first forty-five. Like I actually tweeted at halftime that it's the best half of it's the best half or the best half of football I've seen in a very 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 long time. You know, it was almost the football was very similar to the prime years of Wenger in terms of the one-touch fluid football. It, it was beautiful to watch. So um, I'm definitely feeling a lot better. But I think the one thing I will say is I have to kind of take my hat off to um, Arteta and Edu for the recruitment. Now, I know that, you know, there are players that we wanted them to sign. And I know that there are players that um, we didn't potentially sign or, or, or we haven't signed. But in terms of the players that we have signed, I, I literally have no complaints whatsoever. You know, I, I don't feel as though we are the finished article in terms of squad. But when I when I look at the signings now, I look at Ramsdale is now our number one. Tomiyasu is our number one right back. I look at Ben White. I think he's slowly settling into the side, into, into that back four. You've got Tavares, who for me is a fantastic, you know, um, you know, left back to deputise for Tierney. And I think we'll push Tierney all the way. If if ever there's a time when Tierney is not in form, Tavares can play. Like, it, it's without a shadow of a doubt. And when you look at the impact Sambi's had, you know, in the midfield, the fact that we're sitting here and saying he should play over Xhaka, you know, we, we can say a lot about the recruitment at Arsenal this summer. And I have to admit, I was completely underwhelmed by by most of those signings, if not all of those signings. But they're doing fantastically well. And one of our biggest arguments was that they don't improve the first team. Well, after that performance and the last couple of performances, they do they do improve our first team. And they improve our first team by, 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 by quite a bit. So, yeah, I know I've waffled on a little bit there because you asked me a simple question, but um, am I, you know, am I, am I believing more in the process? Yeah. Um, I, I think, I think I'm more optimistic. Um, I think, you know, I'm, I'm going to keep it. I'm going to keep my, I'm going to keep my excitement to a certain, certain level because I, I don't want to, I don't want to get, I don't want to get carried away, but it was a great performance. And hopefully, you know, if we build upon it in the coming weeks, then, yeah, we can definitely have a good season, but it is just one game. Uh, an amazing game it was, but um, I'll be keen to see a similar performance um, against Brighton at the weekend. Okay, thanks. Chris, did, did yesterday's performance sort of remove any sort of lingering doubts you may have had with Arteta, or are you still... What, what's your feelings on him? They removed some. You know, like, I think I'm very similar to... Sort of outlook and things. I think for me, I've, I've fallen on my sword fighter. Um, you know, not necessarily down to feeling like his experience and his now has been always without doubt unquestionable because it has like there, there have been question marks, you know, throughout his tenure that I've had. I've maintained that I didn't really feel he's had the chance to bring in the players that, that he wanted i'll be honest the city performance for me made me crack and um you know i did i did obviously come off of 
you know, sort of being more more in his favour. I felt that he made he made mistakes in that lineup. You know, I think not using Tavares at left back. Uh, you know, using you know um, the defenders that he did. He used Kalasnic. I think um, you know not not using Lukonga. I, I was very angry and just seeing the manner in which, like we look, I, I don't mind us losing to City. I didn't. I I will be honest. I sat here and I was like Chelsea and City. I expected nothing from those games. You know, not not because. I don't want us to win those games or compete in them. You're, you're talking about bringing in five or six players and then settling straight away. But then you're talking about like four or five of them being out due to COVID. I think Ben White caught COVID. Um, you know, Lacazette was injured. Aubameyang was injured. Partey got injured. Gabriel. Um, Gabriel as well remained injured. And, you know, so I think that, that sort of reduce my chances but to lose in the manner I think I was it was really disappointing. So I think he he takes risks, you know, and he's always going to do things his way or the highway. You know, we've spoken about the Pepe risk. We've spoken about bringing the Jacker in. You know, they paid off yesterday. And I think what we need to see now is consistency. You know, I think that too much for his tenure has been some great performances you know you look at the chelsea performance last season you look at playing tottenham at home last season there was still after that you know moments where all of that just counted for nothing towards the end of the season it's about maintaining yeah. this consistency and and for me it's a step in the right direction I, i'm not gonna i i i, I listen i i am so thankful that obviously we're able to pull off the result against Tottenham you know I think the fans definitely needed to see that I don't want to seem ungrateful or, or that I'm not but I'm going to sit here with an agenda and drive that against the manager I just think now it's now or never to kind of go on a five six seven eight game run yeah you know maybe if there's a the, the odd loss there or the odd draw there fair enough but start winning more games not losing more you know that then that you know then then we are kind of not coming out on top of I, I need to see that on a continued sustained basis now the players are there it seems like he's found the winning formula with the starting formations and, and the starting lineups Let, let's see if he can do it you know let's see around christmas time you know sort of october november I've got yeah. to, I've got to see it. I've got to reserve my judgment until that time. But this is a very positive step, and this is something that can sort of galvanise us into bringing on that consistency. I just need to see it. Absolutely, thank you. All right, a couple of points or a couple of comments here, and then Lottie, I'm going to um, talk to you on the sort of final talking point. Um, as far as I haven't seen Arteta this much animated in a long time, the things are finally falling at the right place for him as a manager. Yeah, I mean, it's nice that he's finally got a fully fit squad to choose from. And we're going to actually see now, you know, his ideas hopefully come into life. Keith Arteta showed so much passion, good to see. Yeah, and I hope, you know, we see that same passion when we score against um, Brighton at the weekend. That, that's the thing, you know, I want to see that same level from him as well as from the players. 
Antonio, I agree with G 100%. I want to see the squad's creativity pushed to the max in terms of tactics and creating chances. Refreshing to see that, even if we don't get the results we want every time. Okay, so Lolly, one of the things we hear um, from Arteta, um, we, you know, we heard it a lot last season and stuff when, when things weren't going well, was he kept talking about the unity and the team spirit and stuff and, you know, how they were all together and, you know, trusted in what was happening and believed in his project and all this sort of stuff. And I don't think any of us ever really fully believed it, you know, because you could see there was something not right. But yesterday after the game, I mean, and not just after the game, during the game, and we're starting to see it more and more during the game, you know, especially with the likes of Ramsdale and, you know, you're seeing that uh, starting a, a real understanding between Gabrielle and White. Do you think that there's maybe more to this squad unity than we believed? Oh, no, definitely. It's now, we're not, we're now starting to see it on the pitch and it's now more believable. When you see photo, like, photo, photographs like that, I mean, as soon as that came on the screen, my face just lit up. It just makes you want to smile because we haven't, had that in a very very long time and it's just great to see if i'm honest with you but it's it's just something that's going to come out and emerge more i think and it's it's exciting it's a bit like the arsenal of old dare i say it of going back or going all the way back to Vieira's days um it's just it's just nice to see them all as one they celebrate together lose together draw together and like although we do complain when we have like our captain doesn't go for interview but we've got to also remember the um, the channels pick who goes. It's not always going to be the captain. So we can't really moan about that. Um, but, you yeah, know, it's definitely just nice to see them together as one. I mean, they knew that this meant more than just points this weekend. They know how much it means to us. We're the only club in North London. And they, 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 they showed, showed us that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the nice thing about that picture is every person to a man is happy. I, I mean, your players in there, you can see Balogun in there, you can see Elneny, um, you can see Kalashnik right at the back. A guy, a bit like 34, made it very clear he wanted to leave the club in the summer, and yet he's still there, and he's still celebrating that, like he is part of that team. Um, G, any thoughts on this? Yeah, it's 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 lovely to see, you know. I think Arteta Arteta has spoken about this, you know, very, you know, quite a lot in his, you know, kind of press conferences, his post match analysis, even when even when um things have not been going well. Um, you know, he's spoken about the kind of squad unity and stuff. So when you see images like this, it's 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 lovely to see. Um but I just think, you know, when you're winning games, it it, it makes such a difference. You know, it makes such a difference in terms of the team. You know, and at the end of the day, this team is on a four-game winning streak. You know, you've beaten Norwich, you've beaten Burnley, you've beaten AFC Wimbledon, and, and now, obviously, you know, your North London rivals. So, regardless of the opposition, you know, if you're winning games, it you know, it it it, it breeds confidence. You know, it, it it helps. It helps everybody just kind of like, it just lifts lifts the mood, etc. So, um in terms of kind of squad unity, I, I'm, I think that there's a core. I think I think the squad is together. I do think the squad's together. I do think there is a core of players that are at the squad that he's brought in this summer that I think have more leadership qualities than we had last season. I think that's a big, been a big plus. 
um, mm. from what I've seen over the last couple of games. You know, we've spoken about Tomiyasu, Gabriel, Ramsdale. All of a sudden, it's not just Tierney now, you know, potentially vying for a future captaincy. <laughs> there seems to be quite a few, um, you know, potential potential captains in this side. And that's what we need because we don't need one or two players. We need a squad of leaders. That's mm. what we need in multiple positions across mm. the pitch. So that's really fantastic to see. Um my only, my only, my only, the only sceptical thing I will say about the squad unity is that I still think that squad um, is going to be broken up quite a bit. Um, I think come January, I, th I think players will go. Um, and I think next summer, I think there will be a very similar um, amount of players leaving the club as, as also, you know, coming into the squad. So it's good that the squad is, is, is united because that's what we need in order to, to, to finish you know, the league in, in, in the best position possible. But um, by no means is that squad um, a finished squad in terms of recruitment. I think a lot more recruitment is going to be needed um, between now and next summer to, to take us from what I feel probably could be maybe a top six finish um, to next season, hopefully, you know, potentially pushing for, for a top four finish. Um, but yeah, the fact that they're united is, is, is good. Um, and... You know, to see it on the pitch and also see it off the pitch with a picture like that, we you know we can only we can only go we can only actually look at what Arteta's saying and actually buy into what he's actually saying because he's been saying it you know for however long. So it's nice to see it coming together on the pitch as well as you know coming together off the pitch as well. So yeah, all good. Absolutely, thank you, Chris. Thoughts on squad unity? Yeah, you can you can definitely see um, a growing togetherness. I think. What I think's happened is a lot of these players have come in and they've seen the press, they've seen our own fans, they've seen rival fans talk about the underwhelming nature uh, to, to which they're being received with. You know, like everyone, you know, has been talking about it. 150 million, you know, gone down the pan. You know, I've been hearing, you know, you know, even we were buying into it a bit where it's like, do these players improve our first team 11? And that was my biggest concern. Yeah. But the, the, the answer is a resounding yes, particularly the defensive signings, mm -hmm. particularly the defensive ones. I think they need special praise. And they were the ones that were the most heavily scrutinised. I think Odegaard comes with a pedigree and the fact that he only cost 30 million. Norm is really... Okay. No one was really looking at him in the same way they were looking at Ben White or, or Ramsdale. I think what we were doing with Odegaard is we were more judging him not on being Madison than yeah. we were on judging him being good player. So that in in itself was how he was undervalued, you know, right when he came in. And I think what that's done is they've come in and they know they've got a point to prove, but they know they're in the same boat. And they know they're young and that they're improving together. And I think that has brought that unity, that togetherness, where they all know that they are literally running a gauntlet. Every time they go onto that pitch, someone is waiting for one of them to make a mistake and make them into a meme. We've seen it with Harry Maguire when he came with his £80 million price tag. And as rival fans, we've probably been guilty of making him a meme. You know, like, but so we see now it happens. And you know, they know that this is what they face, you know, like every time they are on that pitch. So I think 
that can definitely bring the unity with the new players, but also the ones that are existing that are in the squad that don't want to see them suffer that sort of fate, that, that are rallying around those new guys as well, that are rallying around the manager who's shown the faith in them. You know, that the, they're seeing, you know, what, what's been said of him, you know, throughout his, um, his time at Arsenal. You know, getting to the semi-final last season when we were in a very good position to win the Europa League and kind of get that, get that sort of Houdini of, of a, a more prestigious European trophy off our back. You know, so I think everyone, everyone's got something to prove. You know, right from the manager right down to the new players, right down to the ones that are existing in the squad that are being kept on their toes by these new players, and I think. Being in that boat together, it, it's got the ability to definitely, you know, sort of um, bring them closer, you know, whether they're on the pitch or not on it. And, you know, if that's something that's going to have a positive effect on the, on the starting eleven or whoever comes in to the team in the absence of one of them, then I'm all for it. Excellent. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, for me, I definitely see more team spirit. Um and nothing brings the fans together more than spanking Spurs 3-1. Um, and it's been nice to actually see a day on, on Twitter and, and social media where fans are getting on and not at each other's throats over, you know, Arteta and different players and stuff. It, it's been so nice today. Um, Steve, all those fans have gone on holiday. They're not here. Well, They're on vacation. This is it. And, I mean, the best thing we can do is obviously give stick to the Spurs fans. And on that note, Lottie, have you seen your stepdad? No, I ain't seen him since uh, 11 a.m. yesterday. It's fantastic. He's not even home. Hiding <laughs> from you, is he? Sorry? Is he hiding from you? Probably, because he, he said to me, oh, good luck on the way out. Um, the night before, he bought me some cake, so I've, I sat there and ate my cake this morning for breakfast. We all smug. He said, thank you for my victory cake. <laughs> and he didn't respond. He left me on red. I've been dishing it out to him like most of the day. He just—he's not—he's not talking to me. It's fantastic. So if anybody does see him on on and about, please give him a shout. <laughs> Say we're looking for him. <laughs> right, a couple more comments, Keith. Um, I've had my doubts about Arteta, but I've never been in a right. I'm seeing the process now, though. He's mostly got his squad plus or minus one or two. Yeah. We're more together than we have been for at least five seasons. Um, anybody want to sing it? To dare is to do. To dare is to do. We've got 13 league titles. You've only got You're two. two. <laughs> <laughs> I love that one. Sorry, guys. My voice went there. <laughs> Bungle, naysayers, the Mikel Eichen crew and rival supporters, Banter Brigade, have all been on holiday the last few days, right? Petrol shortage in the UK stopping them from chanting bits. Just saying. Do you, know do you know what's interesting as well, right? Obviously, I do a lot on TikTok and there's a lot of people that I feel to generate attention and views, it's just easy pickings, you know, like just the kind of, just to kind of take the myth, take the piss a bit. I'm sorry, like some of the, I've been hearing them say and do, like, I could, like they are a generous, you know, like, and they know what they're doing. It's very deliberate. You know, they, they, they know that these posts get the most views, the most engagement, the most traction. And seeing some of these guys, right, actually looking at their most recent content bit and watching them eat humble pie as well. I mean, that's been 
that's been delightful to me. Like the usual nemesis of that pl platform, just yeah. going on the page, just being like, they know who they are, by the way. Like, I don't know if they're watching or not, but they, they know who they are. We go at it all the time, you know, like, um, I, I, you know, that's, uh -huh. you know. Chris, if you heard back from that guy, that um, the Tottenham fan that called Arsenal small and sung to us, how does it feel to be small? Have you heard back from him? Um, well, no, I heard back from him. I a whole video on it, guys. I will find it and I will put it on my Twitter page and you guys can all see it. I will download it. Chris has done a response to that. I think you stitched it, I, didn't you? I stitched it twice. Yeah. You've done it again. I feel like if you're going to play this game, then yeah. I'm going to play it back. You know, I'm going to do the same thing. <laughs> like, and um, yeah, I mean, I stitched it twice. I stitched it the first time, I think after they lost to Paco de Ferreira, whoever that team is. Not familiar uh, what with them. The... the um, thingy club that in that that lead that everybody was upset about not getting conference yeah. league. That, that, <laughs> that, uh, oh, yeah, that's the Sunday league side that they lost to, isn't it? Yeah, that two point version of the Europa League that, that they find themselves in that they've been gloating about, you know, they, to lose that. <laughs> I think that was the first time I stitched it. And then um yeah, yeah, again yesterday just a just got a friendly reminder that I'm still about. You know? <laughs> not okay. back from, from Jamil Genus. Oh, apparently he was on Match of the Day last night. I've got to go back and rewatch that. I want to see his face. I drove yeah. past his ass the other night. He's an absolute... Oof. Oh, do you know I what as well? Ian Wright and I'm up this close to just egging his windows <laughs> this close, but I can't do it. Ian Wright as well, right? Look, to be clear, yeah. like he's the first player that I ever remember idolising as an Arsenal fan, right? And yeah. way that after... To the Brentford game, they they like kind of took that mugshot of his face staring at the 81st minute onto the pitch. Mm. You know, they did they did the same thing to him again. You know, after this, after like I think it was the City game, or it could have been the Chelsea game. They, they done it. They've done it once or twice to him. Yeah, showing his match reactions, and that for me, that for me has been brutal. Like, don't, don't you do any any like the, my first like it, everyone remembers that first. Like connection to the club, and as far as I'm concerned, Ian Wright is it. Yeah. Seeing Ian Wright sat in front of Glenn Hoddle yesterday, absolutely trolling the hell out of him. Yeah, was I was just like, oh man, I miss this feeling. You know, like just kind of restored his um his dignity, man. They shouldn't be taking that from this guy, man. He's he's. You know, he's a he's a national treasure. Whoever you support, you know, and I've had Tottenham fans say that to me. You know, like when I've made content about that as well. You know, like I've had rival fans from Chelsea, United, all say the same thing. You know, like to feel that sympathy. So to see him get his own back yesterday, yeah, that was that was a nice touch. Okay, um, right. Laurie, are you wanting to do any sort of fantasy football update or are we saving that for um, another night? There is some, there, obviously, fantasy football closed tonight. Um, so, I, I, at the moment, I haven't moved on the table. I don't know if you guys can see your phones at the minute. So, I can't give any updates unless you guys can get to your phones and your right. apps. Do you know what? We'll, we'll right. do an update maybe later in the week. Yeah. Um, it's more likely to change tomorrow anyway, so... Yeah, I think because there's still bonus points and stuff all to go on through. No, they've been issued. It takes about it takes about twelve hours for it to update. It's first thing tomorrow. So Okay. Um couple of comments then. Let's see where if we got to Russ. Arsenal were good, but Spurs were dire. Their midfield was non existent. 
Russ, uh, 34, and, and party took them home in their pockets. Let's get that straight. Bungle, it's a good day. It's a good day. It's a good day. Ready as a ledge. Um, and Ryan, has anyone found Harry Kane yet? Ben White's got no. him in his pocket, in his training bag. <laughs> I think he's sitting outside the area crying, saying, please come and get me. Yeah. I'm lost. Um, Keith Brighton, Drew does. Doesn't. No. I drop points. It doesn't, Keith. Thank you, though. I drop points because of Sanchez and Duffy. Don't help. <laughs> right. Um, do you know what? What's up? Jay <laughs> sitting there going, hmm. Smug, you know smug what? Smug you know what? Yeah, this whole the, the <laughs> I literally this 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 week I, I didn't even think about it. It's like yeah. I was so I picked my team and I don't even know how many points I've got. I probably got crap amount of points. I probably dropped down the table. But mm -hmm. yeah, I, with the derby win, I was just like, mate. Yeah, for this for this one week, yeah, mm. it just doesn't matter. Like, I just you know what? I was this close to transfer to Smith throw out. He saved my week. He's yeah. not going nowhere. He's it's made me. It's actually the performance has actually made me reevaluate. Um, maybe I need possibly some more Arsenal players, but we'll see. We'll see. I've got Tommy Asu already. Isn't that easy? My back four. I had a terrible week. I had a terrible week. So anyway. is it really bad? Guys, if you're watching live or if you're watching this back later on, make sure and drop a like on the video. Um, we are with 13 likes, and there's good near 20 people watching now so i mean not everybody's hit that like button so make sure and do it um let's see if we can get 20 likes before we go off the air tonight um which is going to be very very soon because i'm tired and much as i enjoy this i need to go to bed yeah um yeah. Me too. <laughs> g do me a wee favor yeah and run us through our socials no problem at all no problem. So yeah, um, those of you who know us um, know that we, you know, are on all the different social media platforms. So you can follow us um, for all the kind of latest news, updates, and content. Um, Facebook is at Canon Chatter. Uh, we also got an Instagram if that's your thing, which is at Canon underscore Chatter. Um, and most recently, we've got a new TikTok channel, which is at Canon underscore Chatter. Don't ask me how it works. I think it's just like videos and stuff. Um, we can have a crush. My teenage daughter would be able to give you more. I'm going to give you guys a crash course on that, don't you worry. Yeah, I know. You've you got some amazing content on there. So, yeah, yeah, for me, I wouldn't even know where to start. The, the, <laughs> what, the, what I've done is I've downloaded the app and I've logged in, but that's about it. I don't I don't know anything else. I'm a proper old man when it comes to TikTok. So, yeah, I'll be, I'll be hollering at you, Chris, with regards to um, a crash course in TikTok and how nice. to get content going. Um, Twitter, most of you know us from our Twitter account. Um, if you don't, please do follow the official Twitter account, which is at Canon Chatter. If you want to follow Stephen, it's at SB Canon Chatter. If you want to follow myself, um, it's at G Talks Arsenal. And if you want to follow Lottie, it's at Lottie underscore B with two T's and two I's because someone beat me to it. <laughs> there you go, the normal spelling. There you go. And for those of you who, you know, obviously myself, Lottie and Stephen are all rocking um, the Canon Chatter um, merchandise, hoodies and T-shirts um, in various colours. If you are interested in purchasing any of these, you know, all you need to do is email info at canonchatter.com or DM Stephen at SB Canon Chatter on Twitter. Make sure you subscribe, turn on the notifications and hit that like button.
Excellent, thank you. Um, if you do have any more questions or comments, just drop them in now very quickly before we head off. Um, Chris, thank you so much for coming on tonight. Really enjoyed having you with us. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure. For anybody in the comments and, and watching this back later and stuff who aren't familiar with you and, and where to find you, how can they follow you and see more of your content? Yeah, so, um, you know, I'm um, active on Twitter, um, Donna King 14 I'm on there. Um, I, that's also my TikTok handle as well. Um, also on Instagram um, as well, can be found on there. Part of the Armory TV Collective, and uh, we are part of the FTB Sports Group. So um, they've also got channels on Instagram, Twitter, um, and uh, TikTok as well. Um, should be, I don't know, thinking about starting a Facebook one for, up for the Armory TV, but FTB is also on um facebook as well so um yeah you know just just be sure to to give me a follow you know i think um you know i've been upping what i've been doing on twitter quite a lot but but yeah i'd say twitter and TikTok and instagram are my main free ones but but yeah you've got uh you know one touch tv who works with us um uh, on, on the armory you know he can be found um you know on on, on all those channels as well you know the, the likes of Gamza, Canis, and um, the man himself as well, Mr. Silver Fox. So James as well, um, who, who we brought on recently. So uh, yeah, you know, like we we absolutely love working with Canon Chatter, and long may that continue as well. And uh, yeah, we, we, we're gonna keep growing this season. Set to do big things. Excellent, thank you. Um, okay, a couple of us comments where we got to um yeah antonio kane is in his room coloring with his crayolas he's probably i won't say what i was going to say probably, oh, um swara lottie you're up at your 80th position in the league yep uh swara you're still nine places behind me darling come catch me if you yeah. can um, <laughs> keith be a test against brighton got to be totally up um, we do indeed. I have slipped down to 88. I may have to make some changes to my FPLs from Swart. Ross, take care, guys. Antonio, smash the like button, please. Um, and once again, I can't thank you all enough for the work you all put into this channel. Thank you for the efforts and making me feel like I finally belong somewhere. Blessings and be safe. Good night. Antonio, you're very much part of the family. Um, dream team from Tony. Um, I used to love that program, Dream Team. I wish Sky would bring that back. Um, Swara, Swara, I love being here on this channel. Just amazing stuff, guys. Um, keep up the good work. I'm looking forward to the Q and A live stream. Absolutely, Swara, and you're another one part of the family. Um, Keith, great show, guys, as usual. Thank you. And um, Bungo, cheers, guys. Top show, excellent. Thank you. So yes, we will be back on Wednesday night with our our live Q and A, getting the new Callan chatter. So join us for that and it's a case of you can ask us anything it can be personal it can be about football it can be about whatever you want um and as long as it's clean we'll, we'll more than likely we'll answer it um harchester united yeah gotta love a bit of harchester united um what was the guy carl 
all his names gone from my head. Carl Fletcher. Wasn't that the, the lead character in it? I think. Does anybody else remember it now? No, I didn't watch it. Bungle's got an answer for you, Stephen. Yeah, Carl Fletcher. That's, yeah. That was it. Yeah. There we go, showing her age. That was a great show. That was like, um, it was the first sort of proper footballers' wives program. Okay. Oh, you know what? I do remember it, but I just didn't watch it much, but I do remember it. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. They used to play in like yeah. a purple kit. So, anyway, yeah, yes, we'll be back yeah, on that, yeah. tonight with the, um, with the Q&A show. As I say, come in, um, send us your question or, you know, put your questions in the live chat. If you don't think you're going to make the live show, but there's something you want to ask us, drop any one of us a DM, um, and we'll we'll ask the question for you. Um, and then you guys will be back on Friday night for a Brighton preview. Yeah. Um, minus me. Um, mm-hmm. And hopefully we'll get another win. But we'll see you on Wednesday night. Um, Lottie, anything last words you'd like to say? No. Um, my Tottenham. Uh, review on the well match report will be maybe dropping tomorrow afternoon and then everything is up to date on the blog i managed to drop three this afternoon so if you want to leave relive any of our wins or learn a bit more about tomiyasu go check out a lot of efc.blogspot.co.uk g any last words no other than completely buzzing from 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 the win against spurs so yeah bring on bring on brown at the weekend and have a good evening everyone for me, keep smiling. Enjoy this win. Let it last as long as it can. We'll see you on Wednesday night for the Q&A. Can't wait for that one. Um, been a great show tonight. Thank you, everybody, for who's been with us the whole show. Um, and if you're watching this back later on, thank you for watching. We appreciate your support. Make sure and drop likes on the video. Um, Chris, as we like to do, I'm going to give you the final word tonight. So take it away. Final word. Final couple of words. Have I got much more left in, in these vocal cords? Um, I'm going to go with um, Tottenham get battered everywhere they go. Tottenham get battered everywhere they go. Tottenham get battered everywhere they go. Honestly, yeah. North London is red. Um, it's always been red. It's always going to be red. And... Uh, I mean, what, what more needs to really be said about the demand, the debate, you know? Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good night, folks.